Alrighty, welcome back to Corey's Corner. I'm back again with Mr. Reese Humphrey. How we doing? And we are, uh, I just wanted to know how Reese felt about these new uh, gun laws that are out there. Um, yeah, complete bullshit. Complete bullshit. Like, why, why do you say that? Like, why do you think, like, do you think they're, these people that, like, why, why are they passing these laws in the first place? Like, what are they looking to accomplish? When you really, when you really do an analysis of what they're trying to do, um, they always take little steps. And the little steps that they've taken this time is they have increased the age to 21 to buy long guns. Uh, they have completely taken away our right to walk around with ARs. And a lot of, I realize that's the one thing a lot of people, they, they don't have a problem with. And the reason why I have a problem with it is because um, there's, there's different situations where you might need to do that. Um, for instance, we have this, um, and I wouldn't even say they're a problem because I don't really have a problem with them doing what they're doing. But you have these videos coming up now about the, the black militia down south marching on Confederate statues. These are black dudes? These are, um, you can look this up on YouTube. There's thousands of them. They're all armed with rifles, shotguns, everything. Everything you can possibly get at a gun store right now. And they're walking in a column and they're marching on cities. They're marching on Confederate statues. And I don't necessarily have a problem with that because I'm one of those people that believes like, well, we beat the South. The South was wrong, in, in my opinion, with a lot of things. Um, I don't believe that the Civil War was all about slavery. That's not what we were taught in U.S. history. Yeah, back in I remember the day. that. Yeah. But it was one of the things. And, and it's like, I don't really have a problem. It's like, I don't really think you should be flying the Confederate flag against the, the American flag. No, nah, you're a traitor. I don't think, yeah, I don't, I don't think that they are equal. They're equal flags. So I don't have a problem with them doing that. But they're allowed to do it. Yep. And that's why they're doing it. And it's, it's like, well, what about another situation? If you were in that same situation and you're not now, you're not allowed to walk around with your AR now. And then the other thing is about the high capacity magazines, which apparently today they voted against that. So we're, we're in good, we're in good hands with that. We're, we're, we're not, they're not going to get rid of high capacity magazines right now. But, um, as, as said before, it's all of this is little steps to put you at more of a disadvantage. We, the people, are being put at a disadvantage against a possible tyrannical government uprising. And tyrannical government is going to take hold of paramilitary, law enforcement, military, if they can. And if they can, they will. So I, it's just a failsafe, in my opinion, to have whatever it is you have. So, and, so for you, like, the Second Amendment is more about stopping you know like a, a tyrannical government like the nazi government or something like that from happening in america the second amendment is the most important amendment in our constitution if somebody tries to take away your free speech or your right to assemble or your right to worship whatever religion you want if someone tries to come into your house and search and seizure if someone tries to quarter troops in your home what are you going to defend that with are you going to defend that with words no, you're going to defend that with guns. You're going to defend that with firearms. The only thing you have left, even if it means death, because the enemy, the guys that are coming in to do that, they know what they're up against. If they take that away from you, they know that you have nothing to defend yourself with. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, it's just like a, 
It's like a point of leverage. A a contingency, yeah, like like a a, a, yeah leverage. It's the only leverage you have, and that leverage is so important for we the people. Mm. And I say we the people. I mean the average everyday ordinary guy who just wants to chill by his poolside, like we're doing right now. Hell yeah. Um, if something, if an element, a large element moves into my neighborhood and I don't know who they are, they're rioters, they're protesters, they want to destroy or things. gang members. Gang or members. Serial killers, mass shooters, whatever. Rogue, rogue paramilitary, rogue military, rogue law enforcement that are, are on the wrong side, say our government splits. And one side goes to the left, the other side goes to the right. What's to say that there's going to be certain, you know, just, just with these new gun laws, we've seen that there's certain police chiefs and people in certain police departments that have rolled over and taken it. They are down for more gun control. They are not with, with the people. They are not with, with civilians. They don't want us to have guns. Then there's another side of the police departments that do want us to have all those rights. So we can, we can clearly see there's a divide happening slowly but surely, and the government is trying to put more of a wedge in that divide. So that's why it's the most important amendment in our Constitution. We have to defend that. And uh, I'm one of those people that's, you know, I'm 26 years old, but um, I personally believe, you know, if I have to be made an example of, so be it. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving anything up. I, I stand by the Constitution 110%. Why do you think some people voluntarily give up their own rights? I think it's manipulation. I think it's manipulation from society and different political factions. Um, you know, some people, some people, they just, just like anything else. Um, we saw stuff with like BLM and Antifa, what, these riots that happened in 2020. Um, a lot of people swayed towards them and said, hey, it, they have a right to do that. And I believe that was manipulation. It's, it's, it, I mean, you can call me, call me nuts, but it's almost like mind control. Um, you're, you're talking about it over and over again, day after day, and people are saying, well, these people are being persecuted, these people are being um, worked against constantly. And they'll tell you anything that, that you need to hear in order to feel bad or feel yeah, guilty. Yeah, they try to guilt they trip try and you. guilt trip you. And it's like, wait a minute, you need to take a, a reasonable stance on this. Look at the common sense. Look at the, the rational. Like, think rationally. And I just, I think people give them up because they, they, they're being guilt. They feel guilty. They feel like we live in such a great country. They try and compare our country to other countries. And we're, we do live great here. But... Within the last two and a half years, the destabilization and decay of our society that's happened, I can, I can see that the left is failing miserably. And it's not even just failing. They're doing this on purpose. Really? I, I you think, think it's a conspiracy? Absolutely. I think I think gun control is just one, one little factor, one little variable that's in play. The other stuff that's in play is, you know, the censorship on our media. You, in you the workplace on, as well. Yeah, in the workplace, you go on Facebook, you talk about turmeric, you talk about vitamin D, you talk about something wrong with the technology with the vaccines. The guy who invented the vaccines was literally censored. The guy who invented the technology behind this mRNA vaccine was censored because he talked against it. That should, that should be enough evidence alone to say, hey, wait, something's going on right now. You know, and you saw other things back in 2020, like... Um, I think it was like Zimbabwe or, or one of the countries in Africa where they tested, um, they did these test strips 
the COVID tests, mm-hmm. and they tested a goat and they tested a piece of fruit, and they both came back positive. I mean, dude, fruit, so like, the fruit wasn't wearing a mask. Like, you know, that's what happens when you don't wear a mask. <laughs> that's what happens when you don't go in solitary confinement for, like, eight months. <laughs> that's what it is, man. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast, and uh, it's called Darknet Diaries, but uh, this guy was selling heroin and cocaine, and he got caught. And um, it was right after quarantine, and he got off house arrest, but then it was quarantine, and he said quarantine was worse uh, than house arrest. He had less freedom really? as a free person in quarantine than a convicted drug kingpin who was on solitary confinement. Well, who was on um, house arrest, I'm sorry. That's insane. Yeah. What so, kind of stuff did he say? What kind of stuff he was going through? During quarantine well, or whatever? Like, what were the comparisons? What were some of the comparisons? Well, dude, when you, when, you, when he was um, on house arrest, he had, like an, he had gym time where he had an hour he could go to the gym. He had an hour or whatever for st- uh, going to school or an hour or whatever from, for going, like, food shopping and stuff. But with quarantine, he literally had to, like, stay in his house basically most of the time. And he also, like, had to wear a mask everywhere, obviously. I don't remember exactly where he was living. I think it was in Illinois, but um, he said quarantine is basically the same thing as house arrest. Yeah. Yeah. So we were all, we were literally all stripped of our right of trial and put on house arrest. That's insane. Yeah. And that's, I only had the quarantine maybe, uh, I definitely did a 14-day quarantine right at the start. Uh, I believe it was mid-April of 2020. I definitely did a quarantine then. And I remember I wasn't, I I didn't make it a big deal about COVID. Like I thought this was just another Ebola H1N1 thing. I didn't have to to worry because I, you know, I take good care of myself. So I went on a massive drinking bender. (laughs) (laughs) in In fact, I remember going out right before I had to do this quarantine and going to the liquor store and buying like three handles and a couple cases. And I was just like, prep for the quarantine. I'm going to have fun. If I'm not allowed to work, I'm going to have fun and uh, as as much fun as I can. And uh, I think I I gained a massive amount of followers on Snapchat because I was just being comical, like very, very comedy like on, on my Snapchat story. And. Then I'd go People and- love your Snapchat, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna put your put Reese's snap in the description and his Insta. Yeah. Be, be sure to follow. Catalyst, Catalyst Jack, Catalyst underscore Jack one, I think, or something like Catalyst that. Catalyst underscore Jack one. Yeah, I think so. Catalyst Jack one, and uh, yeah, no, I not I wasn't political at all. I was just being funny. I was just speaking my mind and being funny, and. Uh, I didn't think much of it and I came out of the bender went back to work started doing more research and looking into this shit a lot more and and at the the same time I was getting textbooks on biology immunology psychology um, and just looking into a lot of stuff I went a lot into independent journalism yeah rather rather than watching news so I, I completely disconnected myself from the news from CNN from Fox everything um they like people like to to really make fun of me on this, but I went to Alex Jones. I went to Infowars a lot and saw what they had to say. Stu Peters, um, all the, all these different independent journalists and all these different people that that take a different approach. And the shit that I was getting from them and they, these these people, you know, you could say what they want, but they're very genuine. They seem very genuine. They come across as very real and honest and transparent. Mm. And they seem like they just want to get the facts out there. They don't really care about um, the backlash that they get after they release something. Mm-hmm. 
and that's what makes me you know look into them more and, and trust them a little bit more and look and continue to listen to what they have to say and I, I have to say um, Infowars was was what, what what did it for me? What what is? I've never watched Infowars. Like what what is it? Is Info, it like a talk show? Infowars is basically Alex Jones's news show. He has a, a couple different um, a couple different anchors. Okay. That do different segments. Uh, I believe Harrison Smith and Owen Owen Schroeder are there. Uh, his other two guys, and they bring on these people that are willing to to speak out about this stuff. Uh, doctors, scientists, people in NASA. They have they have a lot of different people that come on, and um, it's not even those the people that they bring on. It's it's the stuff that they find, like uh, even with the stuff with Ukraine, Russia. They they what do they say they about that? They enlightened enlightened a lot, exposed a lot of stuff that um, that people just don't, didn't know about. Like um, for instance, I would say three to five years prior to this Ukraine-Russian incident, the stories that were coming out of Ukraine were how corrupt the country of Ukraine was and their neo-Nazi problem Mm -hmm. and the fact that there were people harassing the Russians that were actually there. And a lot of people, you know, they, they like to compare Putin to Hitler. And I see how they do that. They, you know, because Hitler, his, his reasoning for invading places like Poland back before World War II started was because he wanted to protect the Germans German citizens. Over there. Yes. So that makes sense. But in this case, it was actually happening. And we've seen things like similar things happen in like Romania and Hungary in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of Russians that live in Ukraine, eastern Ukraine, like Kiev specifically. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you wonder, maybe a lot of them could be Jewish as well. Mm-hmm. And it makes you wonder: Are these neo Nazis harassing these Jewish Russians citizens of Ukraine? Are, you know what, what's going on there? You know, I don't have all the answers, and I don't know a lot. And uh, I don't always listen into the same people. I don't always jump on Infowars with Alex Jones. I don't always jump on with the same people. But what they had to say was: You know, I, I saw pictures, I saw videos, I had a video clip of of Ukrainians getting shot at a checkpoint trying to escape the the country Mm -hmm. because they have a do not leave order so they're killing anybody who tries to leave the country they just locked everyone in instead of staying and fighting yeah so they're trying to keep that on on the down lock and then you have yeah wouldn't we have seen more ukrainian immigrants or refugees right and and what 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 makes what's funny is they're calling putin a fascist they're calling they're comparing him to hitler but um what was worse than hitler was joseph stalin yeah and what Joseph Stalin did was he, he said no retreat. And he sent millions and millions and millions of Russians at the Germans at all costs to beat them. Whether you die or not, they they died. You'd give one guy a, a rifle with no ammo. Yeah, they and, didn't have enough guns. And the next guy in line would get the ammo. And the guy with the ammo would follow the guy with the rifle. And if the guy with the rifle was able to find a guy with ammo, that's how they do it. Yeah. And you'd, you'd lose. You'd, and that's that's the reason why millions and millions... That's why Russia lost the most amount of people in World War II. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, you look at Ukraine, and that's kind of what you hear, what they're doing against Russia right now. And we're sitting here... That's and, what the Ukrainians are doing? Correct, yeah. Okay. I think so. They're forcing uh, people to go? Yeah. They're, 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 the stories that are coming out of Ukraine, so... Uh, a lot of people don't know this. I think there's like the uh, Vladimir Zelensky, 
is the Ukrainian president. Mm-hmm. His top advisor is writing stories for the New York Times. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. They're so all connected. We're, we're sitting here pretty in, in America, rooting on for the Ukrainians against Vladimir Putin, which we were told that, oh, and, and like even, even before Donald Trump was president, you've had these stories about how, oh, the Russian collusion hoax. Yeah. Which was bullshit. You've had, oh, the Russians are spying on us, and this and that, and this and that. It makes you wonder how true it really was. Well, or they, was they it, was did it? crack a, they did hack the Democratic Party. The Democratic or the... Or the DNC. Yeah. They did do that. But it, it, obviously they would. And we're, we're doing things to them, oh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing things to China. And China's doing things to us. Yeah. That's, that's normal. But the story out of the Democrats is that... Oh, this is their boogeyman. Yeah. yeah. The, the Russians are always trying to come at us again. It's like, it's like, it's like they're the, the old Republicans, almost. The real problem that we really need to be worrying about is China. And you're, you're pushing Russia on us. Russia, Russia. So why? And I, I had to take a step back in the last six months and say, um, why, why do they want us to go after Russia? Russia, if you think about Russia, Russia's a huge country, but their military is nowhere near what they what they should be if they wanted to take out a country like the United States or China or anything like that. Mm. If they they really are not equipped. How how do you know that though? Like like what like where the, the military if you, if you analysis. Talk to, if you talk to some experts, you talk to what kind of weapons they're using, tanks, aircraft, the even just their their strategies, it's they're outdated. They're, mm. it's why are why are the Ukrainians able to hold them back? And I know, I know True. that I know that we are helping them. I know that our special forces or our, or our intelligence agencies are doing something. Just like, just like we were helping. The They're Af- always doing something. Just like we're helping the Afghans during during the eighties against Russia and Afghanistan. Uh, we're probably doing the same thing right now. We're giving them missiles to shoot down their aircraft. We're giving them things to take out their tanks. I mean, Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin's plan was basically let's take a giant tank column and a convoy that was like literally a, like what uh, thousands of miles long and let's just roll them down the fucking road the mm-hmm. one road so they're just going to sit there and pick them off as they come in and when that gets jammed they're going to come through the, the fields and try and get in there and, and then it's ambush season mm-hmm. so I mean, I don't know. I'm no, I'm no general. I'm no battlefield commander. But it seems like the way they approach this, Vladimir Putin thought he was going to take this in, in a week. Hmm. I, I hear it as... Uh... But how are you going to do that? How, why would you think that and then face this resistance? This resistance doesn't just come out of nothing. This isn't just the Ukrainians saying, hey, we're, we're stronger than you think. No, somebody's giving the Ukrainians something somebody's helping the Ukrainians defend this that well. Mm. So that's what makes me think we're involved more than everybody thinks. Also, here's the other thing that people don't understand, is that uh, Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, if you look into this, I mean, I mean, not just the Bidens, but the Clintons, the Obamas, uh, you've got George Soros, they, they're all involved in putting this guy in power, and they, they all have business deals coming out of the Ukraine. I mean, I've heard of um, a lithium mine in Congo connected to Ukraine through through Hunter Biden. Mm. Uh, so it, it gets deep. If you look into this stuff, it gets really deep. Did you read that in the book you showed me earlier? What was it called? Ah, uh, yeah, The Great Reset. The Great Reset, the Great yeah. Reset. I think my buddy Emil read that. 
That's a good book. Um, I'm half. I'm about halfway through it right now. I don't want to say anything yet, just because. No, don't I spoil it. Cause it. I probably will read it. Um, and I haven't finished it yet, so I don't know what else I'm going to read about that would make me sway my my decisions or anything. But how um, I don't know. But yeah, no, it it, it makes you so. This isn't and like uh, let's let we could talk about George Soros too. I mean, George yeah, he's Soros, like a, a banker or whatever. George Soros is like, um, I don't really have the words for it. It's people need to people need to look into him. Are you more. looking for uh, a piece of shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. He's he's a, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a, a demon in 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 people's clothing. Um, we've heard of him giving money, him and and other European elitists giving money to leftist groups in in America like Antifa um, and even BLM Black Lives Matter yeah, he, the, he owns the, it the organization yes uh, Patrice, a white guy <laughs> Patrice Cullors uh, was the was the um, the leader of the BLM who I think we spoke about this in another podcast did, a yeah, while yeah. ago she basically went out and took the money that she got for from them and, and started a real estate empire in, in LA in LA Enclave in Malibu buying mansions for her family and herself shit I would have supported Black Lives Matter if I knew I could have <laughs> started a fucking real estate agency yeah like off that money it, could like... have gone to, to black communities that were gentrified by corporate fascists white corporate fascists in America and dude most of the money she stole is probably from black people and this is what pisses me off is, is you can talk to white people you can talk to black people that are uh, very liberal and they'll tell you they always hate capitalism. They think capitalism is the problem. And I don't hate them for that, for saying that. I know that they're misled, though. Mm-hmm. It's not capitalism that's the problem. It's corporate fascism. And I, I believe, I truly believe that America has become a corporate fascist country. Yeah, well, the, the, the corporations just pay for a politician to pass whatever laws right. they want. What you have is you have these entrepreneurs and philanthropists, even like Bill Gates... Um, or Elon Musk. Um, now, he's another story. But yeah, like you get like you get like Jeff Bezos and people like that, and like even people before before Jeff Bezos, before Elon Musk was even uh, we we were even talking about this. I'm talking like early 2000s, yeah, 1990s, right even. when the internet was blowing up. Yeah, you have these guys who make all their money through capitalism, through laissez-faire free market enterprise, which yeah. is awesome. It gives everybody the fight, same chance and opportunity to it build is a business. Equality, yeah. To build a business, build your wealth for your family, for your friends. You can build up the neighborhood around you. And you have these guys that use capitalism for that. They gain all their money. They gain all their power. And once they're in power, then they say, well, okay, now it's time to switch. And these are the guys that go towards socialism. These are the guys that go towards communism after they've abused, abused, let me say that again, abused capitalism. And then... They turn into fascists, and they think that they can run monopolies on everything. That's big tech. That's big pharma. That's big business. Yeah, they just set up a monopoly through the One law. One big, giant, corporate fascist empire of all these different people. And if you YouTube the World Economic Forum, this is happening all over the planet. Mm. World Economic Forum, you can YouTube this. I mean, they meet in public. You're, it's invite only. Yeah, and me and Davos, I think. Davos Group is one, one another group. Um, there's probably members from the Davos group. I mean, Vladimir Putin and uh, Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, are both members of the U- of the World Economic Forum. Mm. So you have two members of the World Economic Forum that are fighting against each other right now. 
So who's dying in this war right now? The people. Not them. Not them, yeah. Not them. It's your like military. It's your neighbors. It's your citizens. This is this should be a wake up call to everyone around the planet saying, Hey, these people don't give a shit about you. They don't care. They don't care about your rights. They don't care about your family and your friends and your grandchildren. They don't care about your house and your neighborhood. They don't care about your block parties and your barbecues. They want money for themselves. And it's a, and if you look into it, it's really just a big giant depopulation effort. And and war is the best way to do that. And what's the next best way? I mean, I, I we see how many people have been killed from the vaccine uh, since it's been uh, installed in our in our society. A lot of people have got side other side effects or have died from this vaccine. You're um, still not vaccinated, right? No. Yeah, no, me neither. And I don't intend I'm, to. I'm still alive. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've I've tested positive for COVID twice now, and that's because I actually got tested twice. But I probably could have gotten tested more, and maybe I would have tested positive more. But haven't had any symptoms, haven't suffered from it. Uh, my entire family is vaccinated. I live with six people, and they they had symptoms. They, they it suffered, but it was no more than a common cold or a flu, yep. a minor flu. And uh, I, I'm done. Yeah, like I, it's made me. It's made me switch up my thing. I'm like it, it flu made me shot. so untrustworthy of. Uh everything yeah it just like i was untrustworthy before but now i'm, I'm just a complete quack <laughs> i will never get another vaccine again that's that's all i know because now the reason for me saying that is this was a first of its kind vaccine mrna it, it messes with your dna and when i say messes i mean it changes it to um, what they want you to think is that it's going to work with your body to fight against a virus that has never been seen before mm. so that we can, you know, change that for the future, maybe for your children and whatnot and get stronger against it. That's bullshit. This stuff, this vaccine can pass the blood brain barrier. I mean, if you listen to uh, what's the guy um, that Joe Rogan had on, they tried to censor. He, he invented the, the guy t- who invented it. Uh, I, I I can't. Carl Malone, maybe is that his name? Malone Malone is the last name. Yeah, something like that. I mean, he he he. No, he I looked up his papers. It. Like he definitely invented it. Yeah, like, I looked at the scientific papers. He talked with Candace Owens. He talked with Joe Rogan about it. They tried to censor him bad, and um, they succeeded too a lot of the time. And uh, yeah. Robert, Robert Malone. Robert Malone. Dr. Robert Malone, yeah. Um, yeah, he talks about it. It's, it's the, the first of its kind that ever passes the blood-brain barrier. You, you've, uh, Alex Jones had, re- prior to Robert Malone going on Joe Rogan, Alex Jones reported that there were people who got the vaccine, and it was almost like uh, they said the doctors did an autopsy on people who died after they got the vaccine, and it was like somebody opened up on their on their brain with a shotgun really it melts wait wait wait. where'd you hear this from this was on infowars this was on with alex jones um uh i i hesitate to say it but i think my own grandfather died of blood clots because of the vaccine he got it 48 hours before he passed away yeah it's completely possible so i i and blood clots blood clots were the big thing that um people were reporting Mm-hmm. That they were getting from from the vaccine, it was within twenty four to forty eight hours after getting it. Um, I think COVID will definitely make a comeback in December, and they'll try to 
Do you some, think so? Do some fuck shit, yeah. In the, you think in the they're going to come out with a new variant or they come yeah. some, some new bullshit? There'll be some new variant. What do you think about this monkeypox stuff that's coming out now? I don't even think it's real, dude. I don't know what the fuck it is, bro. I heard about it, but I don't give a fuck, dude. I think it's fake. I don't know. Any, I've never done any research on monkeypox, and I think it's fake. I think it's. I think monkeypox is not dangerous. I have no evidence to support that claim at all. I will not be getting the monkeypox vaccination, nor will I be quarantining for it. I will not wear a monkeypox mask. Um, just cause. <laughs> cause fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I, I I saw something that monkeypox is exactly identical to. What is it? The shingles virus. The shingles virus. I mean, it could, I, I don't I, fucking know, dude. I, I, no, it was something like that. It was it was something with either chicken pox or shingles. It was it was shingles. And and apparently there's some there's a there's a correlation with chicken pox and shingles as well. Yeah, like I if, think if you get chicken pox, you're more likely to get shingles. I think shingles is when you get chicken pox, it comes out later in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but they I think they said shingles and, and monkey pox are exactly identical. They're almost exactly identical. Kind of like how COVID and common colds are like almost identical right and covid and the flu yeah right. it's crazy man so it makes you wonder if somebody's sitting in a lab just saying let's release this let's release that dude i think the chinese definitely would do that because they they've pretty much come out and openly said in this book called unrestricted warfare it's written by two chinese generals that like they believe in total war like they everything is an act of war anytime the united states does something better than china it's an act of war whether it be a financial institution or science it's an act of war and they're going to pursue any means necessary to make war on other countries. If if someone were to tell you that they think that there's uh, that there's so I, I I don't know this is where I I get confused and this is where I start at asking a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, with the COVID stuff, <clears throat> the Chinese Communist Party they they do some really shady shit, obviously. And then you have Fauci, and you have him and his people. They do some really shady shit, and we've seen like the the tests they do on those, like the thing that came out about them doing tests on those puppies, where they they slit the vocal cords of the puppies because they don't want to hear them whimper and cry. Oh, that's awful! And then awful. they shove their heads in these incubation chambers, and they they release all these flies, these different types of flies to like eat them alive and do tests like that. Oh. That's that's come out re, like within the last six to eight months. Yeah, that's Fauci's place. I think it was off the coast of like somewhere in South Carolina, North Carolina, somewhere like that. Mm. Um, like so we know that we know things like that are happening, and it's like okay, who's making money off the vaccines, Fauci, and and obviously. The politicians like Pelosi. They're getting lobbied who, by the who, pharmaceutical who, yeah, companies. Yeah, putting stocks in Pfizer. Yeah. They have stock in Pfizer and stuff like that. And who told them to do that? We, we, we can obviously assume who. <laughs> no one no one needed to um, tell them. You're just making a law to like. Yeah. And, it's it's uh, a pump and dump. It's literally a pump and dump. So my question is, are there, is it is it China? Because I, I look at Joe Biden too. And I and like everything he's doing is is to appease China. Everything he's doing is helping China out. So I I wonder is it is it is it the Chinese Communist Party that is somehow trying to make something happen? Because we know 
China's come out in the past. They've said they want complete domination, economic domination, and world domination by 2050. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's it called? They have a name for it. I don't know the name. Oh, uh, I forget the name as well. But they've come out and they've said that they've made they've established that that they they're out in the open with it. They're like we're going to do it by 2050. It's like the new Chinese economy or something like that. So knowing that. Are, are, do we have an administration, a presidential administration right now that's willing to sell out to them to make things happen for China, for the Chinese Communist Party so that they can make that happen by a certain time through via Joe Biden, Fauci, Pelosi, Kamala Harris? Or is the Chinese Communist Party being undermined by what they call the deep state? And we've talked about this before. Mm. What is the deep state? Is the deep state like I? I mean, I have I have my own speculations about it anyway. But I mean, just reading that book, the deep state. There, these these guys meet in Switzerland, and they discuss the fate of the world, very much like the World Economic Forum. Yeah. And what what pisses me off is they they meet as if you know people like you and I are like cattle, morons, uh, yeah, property. Yeah, they think we can't make. They think they own us. They think yeah. they own us without even having a deed. Yeah. And it's, it's it, ridiculous. They're meeting in Switzerland in the Alps. Of course. It, they mention that in the book. And nobody knows what they're talking about. But all of a sudden, money starts getting thrown in different directions. And nobody wants to follow those those, that, those money lines. Yeah. So, I think all it's... All do is I, follow the money. Yeah. I mean, we've had books come out. We've had documentaries come out about following the money. Follow the money. It'd be awesome if those didn't get censored. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be so much easier. I do know of a documentary that's coming out with several parts. Uh, they've already come out with it. They're, I think they've just released the third part. It's called COVID Land. COVID Land. COVID Land, and I it's I it's, I, it's hard to find. I think you might be able to get it on Amazon. If not, you have to go to the to Alex Jones's site or who made or, it. Um, it's a bunch of different people. I believe Robert F. Kennedy's involved with it. Um, there's a bunch of doctors and scientists that are involved with it, and they they talk about. Uh, Fauci and um, it gets deep it gets really deep it's very illuminating dude I talked to a nurse this weekend and she was like yeah it's not dangerous mm-hmm. she literally just said COVID's not dangerous like this is a girl who went to nursing school or whatever like she knew what she was talking about it's just like how like all well, how do these people still think COVID's dangerous? Like, what can we do to convince them that COVID is not dangerous? There's literally nothing we can say that will convince them that COVID's not dangerous. When someone they mention- won't change their mind. When someone mentions mind control, what do you think? Like, mind you, control? Like, do you, do you know, like do you brainwashing or like, I think like 1984, where like, or like Brave New World, where you just like constantly have propaganda just shot at you from all angles 24-7. Exactly. And it's just like, it's like, it's not like a direct like mind control, but because the information is constantly being played in the background, it'll like skew your brain to think in one way. Right. Right. I mean, I I think most people think when, when people mention mind control, if there's not in that mindset yet, like you just described, I think they, most people think, oh, you get strapped down in a chair and somebody holds your eyelids open. And they give you a ton of acid. They, they have, yeah, they put you in a dark room and they, they blast this crazy shit on you through a screen. And you're forced to watch it. And, you know, yeah, it's like torture, like prisoner tactics, like over a long period of time. But I'm like, okay, well, how, do you, how would you replicate that so that a person feels comfortable? And I look at 
all the different streaming services. Like, look at what we've done. We've gone from oh, people you watching yourself in. people watching TV channels, this podcast, binge watching. Oh yeah, for binge, hours. Binge watching. You are binge watching television shows. Like, this is why I don't trust Netflix originals. I all, I'm always very careful about Netflix originals or or an original. You got beef with Netflix? I like do. why? What did what did they do? Like what what was like oh, the shitty one they did? Netflix? I'm down. Yeah. Yo, you wanna too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I just need a. Yeah, yeah. I can get it. Yeah, but um. Wanna, are we allowed to pause this? Or? Nah, we'll just keep it running. But I'll um. Just run and grab my lighter. But yeah. Um. Netflix. Real yeah. Real quick before we lose our train of thought, like what what's Let's, your beef with Netflix? Okay. I'm gonna look up because I, uh, the founder of Netflix. We don't have a young. I was we, watching we don't, good we don't, on we don't have a ne- we don't have a young Jamie. We need a young Jamie like Joe Rogan. Dude, I don't know where Aglione is. <laughs> Ags, what the fuck, man? I already told Ags he it's could be my crazy. young Jamie. Founder of. Oh no! You told me this before. Where yes. he's related to Sigmund Freud. Yes. Yes. Uh, Mark Randolph. <laughs> so his, so Mark else Randolph, too. Mark Randolph. If you go on to, I mean, you, you don't have to use Wikipedia, but you um, should. Even just Wikipedia has uh, his shit. Um, Mark Randolph is a direct descendant of Edward Bernays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, what's the book he wrote? Edward. Um, no, Edward Bernays is the founder of propaganda. Yeah, he wrote a book on it though. I forget what it's called. The founder. Of propaganda. Edward Bernays, his mother is, I might be wrong, sister or cousin of Sigmund Freud. Mm -hmm. This may or may not be true. Nobody knows for sure. But Sigmund Freud, he might be a a product of incest from Sigmund Freud and his sister or cousin. He definitely had a little bit of a drug problem. Uh, I don't know either, if he was doing coke or morphine or what. Either way, either way, Edward Bernays is a descendant of Sigmund Freud. So Mark Randolph is a, is a descendant of both these guys. Now, Sigmund Freud is a great guy for psychology. We, I, When I was in Norwich, we took a lot of classes of psychology. Um, and, and obviously, psychology, you're going to talk about Sigmund Freud a lot. Yeah, he was the founder of psychology, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, or modern psychology. He's the guy. And what they don't mention is he was a bit of a a bit of a pedophile. He was a bit of a was he a, a weird? Yeah, he's a, he was definitely a, a perv. He was a little a, bit. He was a freak. A, yeah, he's a pervert. He was a he's a weird guy. I, I, he was definitely to, plowing his clients. Have to admit, he, dude, he was totally just taking people on the no, couch. No, even, wor- <laughs> even weirder. Even weirder. I've heard weird things. I've heard very weird things. He's into weird things. He was very into weird shit like that. Dude, all this psychology is like him talking about like anal himself yeah probably probably exposing himself and it's like if, if you lose control of yourself you become that so he's he's basically ex- describing how weak he was mentally but um that's what his know. psychology was i, I, I don't his know psychological I mean, school when he talks about that kind of stuff he I, I imagine he's trying to be truthful about himself without telling people that that's how he is oh so it's like um he had a word for it where it was called, um, not a projection, it was Freudian slip. Yeah. So, like, if I want to fuck you, I'd be, like, saying, like, fuck all the time. But yeah. that was, his whole, his entire psychology was a Freudian slip. 
Yeah, and trying to... Dude, what? Yeah, trying to delude people. This would be a great time to talk about sheath underwear and Roku sunglasses and all that stuff. Yeah, we'd like to thank our sponsor for this podcast. Uh, we're going to go with Monkey Grips this time. Thank you, Monkey Grips. I saw Monkey Grips this weekend at the Tough Mudder. They, um, it's basically a little rope handle that you can attach to kettlebells, and it really works your grip strength. So I love Monkey Grips because I do jujitsu. And we need to make our grips, as you know, and putting that rope handle on a kettlebell just gets my forearms absolutely swole before I get out on Friday nights and start doing my bar crawls. Um, But Reese is coming back to us. But anyway, go check out monkeygrips.com. And yes, I just did make up a sponsor (laughs) for free. Thank you, Monkey Grips. Definitely pay me. So yeah, I saw a grill lighter, classic. Oh, all right, all right. Dude, um, yeah, so when I did the Tough Mudder, there were these things uh, called monkey grips, and it was a rope, like, you know, a rope you climb, but you can attach it to, like, a kettlebell or a weight, so it works your forearms more. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I'm going to pick up a pair soon. That's not, like, the the hook that comes off off your wrist, kind of. Well, uh, something you wrap around your wrist, and there's a hook there, and you can grab around it. No, it's like a it's like a rope, and it like you can attach it to stuff, like weights and stuff. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, I just got some. Um, like a battle rope that you. My, it's like a mini battle rope. My buddy Joey just gave me a um, rogue the rogue uh, figure eights. The rogue figure eights. It's it looks like there's so they're ropes, and uh, there's obviously a figure eight. You know what a figure eight is? Yeah, yeah. So you put your hand through one wrap the other end around the ro- the bar the barbell or a dumbbell and then put your hand through the other hole okay and then you grab kind of to the inside or outside of the rope so twist your arm so, a little bit no no so like um uh for instance so I, I got a wire here so i'll make a figure eight so what you do is you put your hand through the first hole wrap this around wrap the second hole around Right? Okay. Wrap that around the bar. So yep. there's a barbell here. And then you put your hand through the second hole like this. Yep. So that the barbell is like there. And then you kind of grab to this side. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it'll pull, um, I guess, one of the world records for the, the one of the strong, strong man like, uh, deadlifts mm-hmm. was broken with these with these wraps. They're rogue. They're oh, rogue. all right, all right. And uh, it, so like you, you're, you're able to still squeeze the bar and get your grip on it but it will pull from your wrist as well and your hands and, and it, it's, it feels amazing like i do uh i do alternated dumbbell rows with this when i go heavy with like 125s 110 mm. dumbbells and i want to get like a big pull with the dumbbells single arm deadlifts they're awesome mm-hmm. um penalty rows and bent rows awesome. anything rows yeah anything with the weight hanging. with the pulling yeah yep so uh, he's giving me that he's uh let me borrow those, and it's just been really awesome. It's been improving a lot. Yeah, I'll have to check those out. What uh, what other fitness equipment you've been uh, fucking around with? Um, not a lot. This last six months has been bulking and just eating big, lifting big. So I'll do uh, my big things are um, bench press, but I'm not. I I I'm very careful on my wrists and my shoulders with the barbell bench press. So I I was taking that pretty hard. 
I got me. I, I haven't hit three plates yet. But uh, I do do like 275 for like three reps. Mm, that's pretty but, good. But uh, I've been I've been going harder with dumbbells with bench press when it comes to bench press. Deep bench. Incline and 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 decline bench press and then flatbed. And then uh, my other big ones are barbell uh, military press and like a push press. Mm. Um, deadlifts, back squat, and then a lot of dumbbell stuff. Like big dumbbell stuff, like dumbbell shoulder press, seated dumbbell shoulder press. I like the the dumbbell shoulder press. I do those single arms. I do tricep curls with dumbbells a lot. I get work my way up at that. I'm very big, very big weight on that. Um, I started. I went for a very long time. The last two years, I was like not working out my biceps. I was not doing curls. No curls. So I've specifically been doing that, and, and it doesn't take long to get your biceps big. When you really want to go hard with hammer curls and regular curls and, and just using dumbbells. So I don't care about definition. I just want that ball. You just want huge-ass biceps. The ball. And, and absolutely the, and the, massive, yeah, and the, <laughs> massive steps. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been doing there. Um, a lot of leg curls, um, hamstring curls, leg extension. Um, You're just hitting everything. Calf raises. What I really do is I don't focus on equipment, really. I focus on the set and the rep count. So I'll do like say we'll start off with lower weight. We'll do a set of 20, increase the weight a little bit and do a set of 15, increase the weight again, do a set of 12, then do a set of 10, increase the weight, then do a set of eight, increase the weight, then six, and then maybe do, if I have the strength in me and I really wanted to take it seriously that night and I had the energy, we'll do like three or four sets, maybe five or six sets of three. Mm-hmm. At a very very heavy weight where I go slow, get the consistency, really try and control it, and get the rep all the way in and out. Like, I heard I, I heard going slow um, stimulates muscle growth more. And when you when you're heavy too, when it goes heavy, mm-hmm. so like I imagine doing six sets of something, and then all of a sudden working it down to like eight sets of three, mm-hmm. and 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 the the resting period in between is a lot. Like when I get up to like six to eight reps and you get down to like sets of three or, or singles I'm taking like four or five maybe even seven minutes of rest in between each set mm-hmm. I'm walking around I'm drinking water I'm, I'm listening to my music just trying to get back into the zone for the next set mm-hmm. so that I can pr- perform flawlessly mm-hmm. that's been working for me better than anything I've ever tried in the past and I'm not taking anything. I'm not. I'm barely taking any protein powder. To be honest with you, I, I don't know, really believe in protein. I powder. have no protein powder at my house. I do take protein shakes from Edge. Edge Fitness has it where my gym is. So I'll utilize that. We'll do creatine and glutamine in that, and, and high protein stuff. But really, it's been. Um, You're a dog in the sauna, dude. That sauna, the sauna dude. Yeah. The sauna might be a PED. The sauna might be a PED. Triggers HGH. Same, same with the. It does, dude. Yeah. yeah. Third. Ron, Ron Patrick says. Um, it was either 20 or 30 minutes in the sauna. No, it was 30 minutes in the sauna, 20-minute break, 30 minutes. And then um, it's like a 20% increase in human growth hormone. So technically the sauna and the ice bath are PEDs. You know what else I learned? Apparently uh, nicotine or tobacco does the same thing. With, with so- growth hormone? With HGH, yeah. No shit. I talked with somebody in the sauna about this, and uh, I had to look it up. And apparently, there is there's small correlation to it. And uh, I'm thinking about it. So like, I, I've been 
since I quit. I mean, like until today when we break this little tea break. But uh, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't smoking marijuana. And then, um, so I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm just gonna smoke cigars because I like cigars and I like smoking cigars. If I drink like a scotch or a whiskey. Oh yeah, I've never done that, but I better taste after, good. After dinner or something, after a nice dinner, you dine out or something. But uh, I'm thinking about. It, I'm like, Arnold Schwarzenegger used to smoke cigars all the time. Yeah. Here and there, and a lot of other bodybuilders back in the day. A lot of powerful men love their cigars. Yeah, yeah. That's just a, a cigar is just a man move. Yeah. Like when you picture a guy smoking a cigar, you picture some rich ass dude just sitting in his office, bottle of scotch with a cigar, puffing it. And I can see why because. I like the head high from it better than, you know, I don't smoke vapes. I hate vapes. I hate Dude. all that shit. Um, there's only one vape I've ever smoked, where I, and it was because I was been drinking that night anyway, so it felt nice to get a head high from it, but I was like, you know what? This shit sucks. I was like, I don't know what, what you see good about these jewels. And the thing with those is like, if you have a cigar, right, even if it's just, say you're smoking a cigar every day, but you do it at the end of the day, it's like, all right, it's a treat. Yeah. But, like, with the vape, it's just always on. Like, you're, you can't be always treating yourself. Know what I mean? That's what I got with the, um, that's probably one of the reasons why I quit smoking. Because you have these pens and these pen cartridges all the yeah, time. Yeah, they'll get you And high. it's, it's, it's Too like, much. if you're, if you're, con- if the convenience of smoke, being able to smoke it inside without anyone knowing. And it's just, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it gets to people's heads. They think that they can just do it all the time. And No, there's definitely a downside to it. Um, for me personally, I think the downside is, uh, it increases bad thoughts for me Yeah. when I smoke too much, like negative thoughts, I'll be ruminating, like thinking about the same thing over and over again, or just bad self-talk. I haven't read into it a lot, but the Daily Wire has been putting out advertisements for, um, the deficits of, of marijuana. Really? And I thought it was just more right-wing propaganda, but it's, it's actually not. Mm -hmm. There is direct correlation to it harming hormonal uh, causing hormonal issues especially if it um you're getting high before you sleep because your sleep oh, yeah. is like your REM how sleep. your body heals I, I, spent, yeah. I spent probably years with my REM sleep low as shit and not dreaming and not remembering my dreams and like that's the one thing I noticed when I stopped smoking is my dreams came back yeah me too me too yeah so powerful I, so I think about that and like that's the least of my worries now because uh what I figured out was uh you know Terrence McKenna and Dennis McKenna? The, the yeah, I want to read his them, book, Planet of Food of the Gods. Yeah. How, how did he die? Was it in a fire? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. His I, book looks so good, though. I know that Joe Rogan recently mentioned this on one of his recent podcasts in the last couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrence is the one that passed away, I think. I believe. He is, yep. He believed that, and there was other people back in the day that said the same thing that you're not supposed to smoke cannabis on a daily basis mm-hmm. because of the psychoactive compounds that it holds. Oh, yeah. Well, in, in smoking it and eating edibles, which is even even crazier. Oh, because yeah. Because you're digesting in your gut versus smoking it, it's lesser. Mm-hmm. That's why I think people like to smoke it all, all the time rather than eat edibles. They don't man up. Well, they don't face the edible music. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't. Well, it's like well. That's what the anxiety is. Try some mushrooms and then see how you feel after that. That's that's probably some. But but these people are confusing this this psychoactive element to be um, helping your depression. 
and I just think about, well, what if somebody did a, um, a two and a half to four gram mushroom trip of psilocybin every other day of their life? A two and a half gram trip. You'd probably end up murking yourself within uh, a year. Wow, probably less. Maybe even a week. I, don't I know, know people microdose. Weeks. I know people microdose and they talk a lot of good about it. But I, I now it's made me think about... I'm not really the biggest fan of microdosing. I, don't think, I think it's I don't dangerous. Think, I think it is dangerous. I think it's dangerous. I think I, even just, and I haven't tried it, but after... after why, do we, why are we the people telling people this? How is it us telling people this? Think about that. Think about how dumb people are. I've been smoking weed for a long time, and I'll tell you, like, it's it's different now. We're two dummies, and we're out here saying, "Hey, don't take mushrooms every day." Like, <laughs> come on, we shouldn't have to tell people this. Like, it's <laughs> it's common sense. No, I I mean, they had what what Terrence McKenna said was he thinks you should do it like it should be like a quarterly thing. With with marijuana with, or with well, the, I think the, I think I think he meant with everything. If you're gonna, with everything, if you're gonna do marijuana, if you're gonna do cannabis, you should smoke a lot of it and eat a lot of edibles all in one one twenty four hour period, and and and, Dude, and go crazy. You would go crazy, and and then just let that come down, and then you recover from that, and you go back to your life. Mm-hmm. And the same thing, uh, even um, I think Ben Greenfield. You know Ben Greenfield? Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, he's, he's very, he's very interesting. Super one of my smart. favorite guys. Um, Crazy smart. He, I think he said he he does a psilocybin trip. Uh, he's open about this. About four times a year. He's very four open times about a year. It. Psilocybin, like mushrooms, like I think, and he probably gets some really clean, good shit too. Oh yeah. Knowing him. Oh yeah. He yeah he says he does it like once a quarter. Mm-hmm. Which I I think I think that's marijuana. I think that's this yeah these. This stuff isn't to be. If you talk to anybody who's done these psych, these psychoactive drugs, they all say that this stuff is not to be abused, and mm-hmm. it will it will make you pay if you do try and abuse it. Especially with the psychoactive stuff, they said these people said that that if you tried to do these mushroom trips once a day, it's not going to have the same effect every day. It's just not. It's and then some people end up throwing up. Some people like. I think that's a bad sign and when you throw up. Get, I think it's like up, a. They end up getting like what they call bad trips, and it's like, it's like. Uh, if you, if it you, makes you pay for it, like, and it's something. It has something to do with your mind. It has something to do with with you, what, with your intent. It has something to do with why your motive, like the motive for why you wanted to do it, mm. the reasoning. You know, you, you a lot of good stories that you hear. I recognize this. Um, I said a lot of a lot of people that didn't intend on doing it that day, and they just were in the spur of the moment. You know, they were they were offered it by like a friend or a, or a colleague or something. Those are the, the the best trips, the best experiences that people come out and saying. Whereas if you try and force something, if you're looking for something, this shit makes you. It does something chemically to your brain, and it and op, it operates in a negative response almost. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, yeah, I think people should be a lot more disciplined. I think discipline is the the key word we're looking for here. Is you need to be disciplined in life. You need to be disciplined with how much soda you drink in the week, or how much alcohol you drink during the week, or how much you exercise. If you don't exercise enough, you need to wake up at a certain time. If you keep slapping the snooze button, that's discipline. Mm-hmm. You can't keep smoking marijuana and using that as a crutch in life. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of people use it like 
come up with a lot of excuses for why they don't do things and do this and do that. And I think if you took cannabis out of the, the, the equation, and this is coming from me, so I know a lot of people that hear me saying this, they're gonna go, you are absolutely out of your mind. You're, you're flipped on us, You've, you're a traitor. I'm like, no. You've lived and you learned. I literally have been looking to try and take like a tea break from cannabis for about a year now. I think mm. maybe even more than that. I think since 2019, I wanted to take a, take a big tea break like months and months at a time. First time I've ever actually been capable of doing that was in the last like six months. I quit once and smoked a little bit. That was like three months, as mm-hmm. long as I've ever gone. Then now it's like four months, haven't smoked. During that time that I didn't smoke, some of my best work ethic has mm-hmm. ever come out, I've ever seen. I'm talking 80 to 90 hours of work, plus going to the gym mm-hmm. every day, seven days a week. So you think cannabis diminished your work capacity? No. Because I I don't agree with the politicians that say cannabis makes you lazy and it doesn't make you want to work. I think it it does. It's it's they're not right about saying that. It's something else. Because I've that... been a, I've been a functional I've been a functional cannabis user for years. Yeah, I would I say I was it, addicted I it, to it at it one point. I did it in school. I did it in college. I did it for sports. It never affected me. In fact, it made my sports better. I think it can make sports better. It made my lifting better. It made my gym experiences better. But then I got to a certain point where I went to the gym and I would be on, I would be under the influence of this stuff and I didn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. It was, it was almost like. It wasn't the same as the peak experience. It was, it was al- yeah, it was almost like what, like I would say like back in like 2016, 2017, I could, I could smoke a bowl and go run a 5k mm-hmm. easily as long as I had my headphones in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was gone, and I was coasting, and I was making good time, too. Like, we're talking, like, six to seven-minute miles. Mm. And I could do that easily. Nowadays, it's not the same. It's like you've outlived that experience on the substance. It's not the same. It's not enough. It's, it was you. So, it was all your head. You know you can do it again if you wanted to, and you could bang it out. But it's like it, it provides a crutch. And it's if you all your insecurities and your anxiety and your depression that you give into it relies on that crutch. So now it's all of a sudden, oh, marijuana is my antidepressant. Mm-hmm. Marijuana is my clonopin. Marijuana is my my Percocet. It's my pain reliever. It's my 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 stress reliever. So now everybody does it before work, after work, during work. Everybody does it before this, before that, before the gym, after the gym, during the gym. I like doing it before the gym. I love yeah, doing it yeah. before the gym. I'm, but I'd but say, you're, you're I would a say moderate guy. You you are a very moderate guy. Like you, sometimes you, you probably won't. Do, of late, though, it's been a little different. You probably but. wouldn't do more than a certain tiny little bit amount before the gym. Like well, I'm talking, maybe like a half a joint to a full joint. No, I can't face. even do that much. That's what I would be doing. But I, back I, in the day and it's like it, it, it increased too and then like you know college it was like well let's smoke this day <laughs> college was uh something else <laughs> I smoked seven times today yeah <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, literally, it's nuts, it's literally. Nuts. dude college is literally like just paying for like a four-year vacation but you take it off alone right don't you say like like the like and dude we've, well, we've talked uh, about you'll pay the college price. too much you'll pay the price but um, yeah. With college, with college, some people burn out after college. The only thing I'd want to say about college right now is that I think kids are are forced into thinking certain things before they even re- know what they want to do. 
And that For was sure. Definitely my, that was definitely my situation. I wanted to go into the military, but I was also this guy. I had a background. Like, I, had, I played trombone. I did some singing. I did some acting. I did some comedy. You know, I learned about theater. I learned about media. Mm-hmm. So I did this thing when I got to high school. It was all this thing on the side. It made you wonder... You know, maybe I could become like a famous Hollywood actor or something. You know what I mean? You should like, try, or dude. Broadway or something. But the other half of me was, let's go military. Let's 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 actually help the society around us. I was looking at counterterrorism. And then, boom, twenty nine. It was twenty eighteen. I blew my knee out. So I had to get ready for that. I couldn't go into the military with a knee that couldn't take you know miles of rucking, miles of running. You know, with all the equipment. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to strengthen that up, and then by the time I was ready to go in, this fucking COVID shit started again. So that was like a sign that just kept hitting me. It's like, no, you don't need to do it. I don't. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do it. If they took away the mandates right now with the vaccines and all that, I'd go in right now. Yeah, a lot of the military policy keeps uh, the guys they want out. I feel like I, I like tell some you, of the guys I, I, like they just can't go in for like stupid reasons. Like my friend had a tattoo. Yeah. And they weren't about to let him into the Marines. <laughs> That's funny. A tattoo? That's funny. In a certain place. Like, I get it. If it, if it's, like, a bright orange tattoo and it's giving away your position, but, like, it's a green tattoo. It, it's kind of like camouflage. Cover that up. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't know. It, they, they got, they've gotten crazy over the years. <sighs> I've heard some things, too, from some people that have gotten out. Some people that I went to Norwich with, I've heard some things about when they went in after college. This wasn't the, what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you hear that a lot. Like and then not, the, the pay is shit too for a lot of these guys. The guys who are giving it all, you know, it's like they're they're not even getting paid that much. It's like what the heck? How are we doing that to them? Yeah. If anybody should be getting money, it's them. Right. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to see how far I could go, and that's a lot like what I'm doing right now with my fighting. Seeing if I can make a career out of that, out of boxing, out of kickboxing, out of MMA, something. I want to see how far I can go. And I'm willing to work my ass off because I know I have to. You have to push that level. So like, And I love training anyway. That's like my happy place. The gym. Doesn't matter if it's an MMA gym, if it's a lifting gym. As long Any as there's gym. equipment, as long as there's some circuits to be done, as long as there's some huge lifts to be made, some challenges. I want to go there. That's my happy place. All this other work that I'm doing, security, if I wanted to do something big with private contracting, private security, traveling around, bodyguarding type of stuff. I believe I'm doing this, I, I, on the 28th, I think Wiz Khalifa's performing in either Boston or Dunkin' Donuts Center. Of June or July. Of this month. Of this in month. In a couple of weeks. I'm supposed to be doing security for that, but well, really? we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I've heard Kanye West in August. Oh, shit. So, like, you know... Have you I, watched the new Kanye documentary? No, don't tell me anything. I haven't that, watched man. it either. I don't want... I, I, don't, want, I want Kanye to write a book, man. <laughs> write a book. Something I can, like, absorb. The, mo- the movie's not gonna do it justice. We're supposed to do security for him. And I, if I had... If I could meet him in person, just to, Not even to talk with him, just to see what he's like, just to feel his energy. Being in the same room or, or whatever. Cause I'm an yeah, I wonder what he's actually. I'm an energy like. guy. I'm an energy guy. So like, and I like Kanye. I feel like he's he's misunderstood. I used to not like him, but now I like. I feel like he's. I understand where he's coming from. I feel like he's misunderstood, and I feel like he's actually got a crazy, crazy. 
creative mind. You just got to crack it a little bit. You got to yeah. get inside of him, you know, and, and understand him more. I just want to know how he writes music. Like, I want to... You ever right, see the right, uh, right. the Rick Rubin videos where he'll, like, sit with a rapper and, like, make music with them? I want to see Kanye do that. But, yeah, Rick Rubin will, like... Sit, no. He's a producer, yeah. He produced, like, with, like, Linkin Park, Jay-Z, Rick Rubin. He, he just sits in a room and he, and he... Mac Miller, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, he sits in a room and he'll just let the, them do their thing. But this guy's, like, a monk, dude. He has a huge beard. He teaches... Uh, Transcendental meditation And he does ice baths And sauna all day No way Yeah dude Let's go I know He just did a podcast With Lex Friedman But I haven't uh, Listened to it Okay Have you have you listened To Lex Friedman before Yes Yeah Yeah That's like He's yeah. pretty good He's becoming one of my My top like 10 I think Yeah my definitely top my top 10, 10. Probably top 3 Yeah I like um, I like him I like Joe Rogan I like Jordan Peterson I like Jocko Willick mm-hmm. Um Pat McNamara. He's I've never a, heard of he's him. He's another Navy SEAL. He's been on Rogan. He's, okay. He's got. He's got. He's on like um, this other stuff. It's like uh, Warrior Warrior Poet Society or something like that. Warrior Poet Society. There's a. He's on with some other guy. He's a. He's a badass dude. Oh yeah. He's a fucking Navy SEAL badass. Like yeah, they're they're all just bad motherfuckers, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I like David Goggins. Does he do a podcast? I don't know if he does a podcast, but I know he's on all these different yeah, podcasts all the time. On. So I try and follow whenever he's he on. always drops bombs. Mm. You know, I look for that shit. Yeah. Then, yeah. There's something about David Goggins, um, like, like the way he takes on life that's just appealing to so many people because it's so different from what everyone else is. I haven't is read like. his book yet, so like I, I I can't I can't say anything, but like I would like to know. He probably might he might explain it in his book, but I'd like to know what what the fuck was actually going on in his life mm. when he was that fat. He was like really fat. He was huge, yeah. And then he just was like, "I'm gonna be a fucking Navy SEAL." Yeah. So this motherfucker's mind was a badass. So he must have been in a real dark place to get that that obese. You know what I mean? And I also that, feel like to that, be great, you have to go to dark places. Yeah, you got to go to dark places. If it's not like alcoholism or drugs or or it's it's obesity or it's food. Yeah, it's TV, yeah. whatever. Yeah, whatever. The, the internet, fuck, some crazy shit. Like, I, I like. Don't get me Butt wrong. Plugs. Don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't. Ima- yeah, I don't <laughs> imagine. I don't imagine Jared from Subway like coming back and becoming a fucking Green Beret, but like. <laughs> Stop. Like, How long have you been sitting on that one? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, you know, that, because that, that's a dark place that you shouldn't be allowed to come back from. You should just fucking go. But, uh, <laughs> go to, go but, to, but, go like, to some yeah, fucking no, bottom um, of a pit. There's other people. I don't know. Like, like even, like, even Chris Kyle, uh, like, he, I guess, you know, he his girl was cheating on him. Oh, really? And he was doing rodeos and shit. He was riding Broncos, riding horses, dude, like, fucking getting booted off and shit. Yeah. And then he was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna be a navy, a navy seal sniper." So it's like, it's like you know, it's, it's, things drive you. Things drive. Sometimes things drive people. After some of my biggest failures, I feel like I've had my biggest successes. So like, yeah. should I just look forward to failure? Pretty much, right? Pretty much. Isn't that why Jocko's is good all the time? He's just good. Like, good. 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 Just like, like, sir, the, the this is that, and this is that, and this is all fucked up. And he's like, all right, good. Good. <laughs> I want to read his books. I haven't, he's written, I think, three or four books, all yeah. all like business yeah, books or tactic books. Yeah, I gotta, exactly. I gotta read them, dude. I want to talk about to him uh, about uh, cyber warfare so bad. 
just like and just like pick his brain about that like where that's going yeah or pretty much any military guy honestly because dude when i read about the stuff the military does they're on like with the computer stuff they're so high level that's what this guy um joe rogan and this guy uh what's his name the japanese guy i forgot his name again i'm an idiot but uh it was with an m mishu yeah something mishu well that's a foreign name mishu taco um, <laughs> Michelle BC. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were. This guy's. This guy's brilliant. This guy's so fucking smart, dude. Like the uh, dude that Rogan was talking to. Mm. Um, he does have some brainiacs on there. Oh, dude, I, dude, he's he's probably reads right through Rogan. Like every weakness that he has in the in the the, the subjects that they're talking about. Uh-huh. But, uh, he did so, he did so well in this podcast. Like he was just, he was just everything that Rogan was asking or ch- and Rogan did a good job asking questions too. Oh yeah. He's, he's a but, professional. Um, he's a thousand episodes deep, dude. One thing they were talking about is military intelligence. Like as far as artificial intelligence goes or like the, yeah, the yeah, type like, of person like who's the technology, intelligent. The, okay. the, the technology, the robots. They were talking about robots. They were talking about making robots walk and, and AI. And, and, and I mean, dude, even like helicopters uh, now or drones, they all, even if someone's flying it, they rely on digital, computers. He calls it digital mortality. One thing they were talking about, or I think it was well, digital mortality. You, like, you back yourself up to like Jeff Bezos' cloud? Well, you, you record yourself talking about all these things hours and hours and hours about different stuff and information and, and they digitize it and then they they put it through a thing so that like your great 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 grandchildren can converse with you as much as they they try hmm but um I, what would you tell them they were listening right now your great 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 grandchildren I would tell them same just, thing that everyone says don't do drugs Read a lot of books. No, no, you you record you record hours. You sit there. They probably give you like questions. Will he was saying that William Shatner did it. Really? Yeah, he was saying that he recorded hours and hours of himself. They that you can get like a hologram of yourself in the future, and they're gonna you're gonna be able to converse and talk. They're gonna ask you questions, and you'll answer it based off of there. But that's isn't that artificial intelligence just working that? That I wouldn't say. I think it's something completely. You're gonna different be able to have a conversation. But it's it's a limited conversation, oh. obviously, unless you can hook the brain up before it dies. Yeah, it'd be like Richard Nixon in, in Futurama. Recording, recording yourself isn't enough. Like it's it's not enough. Well, no, like, it your, is your a grand, form your of artificial. Your grandchildren will ask you some crazy fucking shit. Like it's gonna be so different, dude. Like 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 Grandpa Shat, like four, fourteen greats, Grandpa Shatner. What's a blowjob? <laughs> and he's gonna be like, he's gonna be like, oh, let's not talk about that. And that's gonna be AI saying that because obviously he didn't talk about having a blowjob when he was alive. So you know, or are they just gonna be like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. yeah, I think they'll. The government will be will be involved by then. They'll have taken all our guns. Everything will get canceled. Yeah. Play, everything's gonna get canceled. Yeah. What are guns? Dude, I, I, I actually want to get canceled for this podcast. <laughs> we can go into some deep shit, dude. Let's start talking about it. Go, go. I think we already did. No, no. We can go much further. All right, dude. All right, all right. So, like, say I could, like, back Reese's head up, right? Yeah. I could back it up to the cloud. But the deal is that you got to live everyone else's life in all of history. So you have to share consciousness with everything. 
<clears throat> it's almost like you're living as them. And if you do that, if you can survive that, right, without, like, giving up, then you can, like, live forever. No deal. No deal? No deal. Okay. Yeah, no deal. I'm saying no deal either, too. Think about, like, the worst life ever. Like, what's the, what's the, like, you could obviously, like, rank a human's quality of life, like, some well, people have thing. great isn't lives, that, isn't some, that a big, some suck. That's a big thing some monk said I, somewhere. I, I can't derive shit from what I've read. But uh, if you're born poor and, like, broke in the streets, it's like, at least you know the direction you're supposed to move in. Mm-hmm. Up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's harder for... I, that's why I realized it's harder for some, like, middle-class families that are kind of on the upper wealthier side. Maybe, like like... You know, like, my parents are lucky. You know, we didn't start out with what we had, but they worked worked for it, they got it. Mm -hmm. Worked hard. And it's like... Well, the kids that are of those families, like, can you find meaning enough for yourself? You know, is these jobs that are going to be available to you enough for you? You know? And Mm -hmm. that's why I think people need to challenge themselves more. Mm -hmm. Get these people who are comfortable... Like, uh, we were talking earlier, we, I, I've been talking with it a lot about people. I said, I've been dealing with a lot of snobby people lately, whether it's at work, at, uh, I do security at bars, at clubs, I do security at a dispensary, um, we go to different events, or maybe it's just me at the grocery store or at the gas station. I've been coming across, I have noticed it in the last, like, four or five months, to be honest with you. It is like shot the fuck up, snobby people, self-entitled people, and it's it's. I wish I could narrow it down to an age. Maybe it's it's younger people, but it's it's kind of everybody too. It's middle-aged people, and it's just they have no manners. They're antisocial. Not only are they antisocial, but they're rude. They're mean. They think that everybody's beneath them. And I think see this at multiple different social classes. You see rich, ritzy people, or even broke people, people who I know are coming out of, like, bad areas of South Providence. And they're still treating us as if we're subhuman. And I have noticed that. It's a major trend just here right in Rhode Island where I work a lot in Warwick, East Greenwich, Providence. How does that make you feel? Well, I, I can handle it. I'm that guy. I like I've mentally fortified like that. But the way I see it is I see a lot of other people, you know, this is the kind of shit that makes people kill themselves. Mm-hmm. They feel underappreciated. They feel like they're treated like shit. And then all of a sudden they go home and they put a bullet in their head or they, you know, they hang themselves because they're just like fuck am I living for? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, dude. I I like it's not right. I see people are getting more irritated easily. Just little things. Yeah, like, everyone's kind of just bitchy. Everyone's yeah, like we have a bitching. we have we have a rule at the dispensary. You can't wear any kind of ear pods, AirPods, or earbuds that you can talk on the phone with because of uh, client patient uh, patient confidentiality. It's HIPAA laws, mm-hmm. and they sign a contract. They're not even supposed to be on their phone, but we allow them to be on their phone because of an app. And you know, so we've been changing the rules around, trying to get a. a a decent feedback from people and see how things work and uh, even just to ask people to put their their airpods away even if they're not even on the phone they're just listening to music can you take it out for just 
five to ten minutes while you buy some product and then get out mm-hmm. and it's that much of a deal it's it's you got people just bitching and moaning they, they they play the discrimination card they play the racism card they play the um the uh, just every excuse in the book it's it's crazy and it's just like these are like grown-ass adults that i'm arguing with and i'm 26 years old and i'm i'm wondering what kind of a world i'm living in mm-hmm. i'm like i'm I'm, it's, it's, I'm like where are the where were the normal people because like there's a there's a lot of people that come in there and it's just like they probably shouldn't have been signed off on by a doctor to even be able to smoke do you think that's exacerbating their uh uh, I, I just don't, I, a lot of the people a lot of the people that come in there I don't think they should be I don't think they should be smoking at all I do think that after, uh, after the conversation that we've had tonight I, I would definitely say there's a lot of people that walk into the dispensary that I work at that probably should not be smoking at all mm. and that's not hey, that's just my opinion it's not a professional opinion I'm not a doctor I don't have a license to practice medicine but I got signed off. I used to have a card, and I got signed off on by a doctor because I blew my knee out playing rugby. Mm-hmm. I tore whole ligaments in my knee. Um, had to have it reconstructed with my hamstring muscle. It hurts. It was like it's. It was. It was in a lot of pain. So I'm like, I didn't want oxycontins, and that's like my reason. But a lot of these people, they they look like they have. Psychology, psychological problems. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I like I hesitate to say schizophrenia with some people. That might even be the case. Now that I think about it, it's like, why would you take a psychoactive compound and give it to, and give it to somebody who's going through something like that? Something psychoactive. Yeah, and it's like, well, what did they lie and say it was for something else? Who's to stop this person? For, you know, you know, the, you know the stories about how easy it is to get a med card. Like, it's a joke. like people, people it's would be like, joke. "Oh yeah, I broke my back." Okay, it's a joke, and, and they'd sign off. So it's like some of these people are going through schizophrenia, and they go, well, "I blew my knee out, or I blew my black my back out," or, and then they just give them a card. I've heard that uh, evaluation. I've heard that weed also makes like mental health issues worse, like. It'll exacerbate bipolar or schizophrenia or even bring it out, which I definitely think that's possible. Know how earlier we said that, um, like, some of our biggest drives in life life or, like, our biggest gains happen after uh, low points? They say that the schizophrenic phase is just a low point in someone's life and that at the end of the, the schizophrenic hallucination, whatever you want to call it, there's a moment where they realize something. Mm. And then they like get their life back together. Oh, yeah, I believe in that totally. Yeah, I but it doesn't always that. happen. Sometimes it just ends in I don't know. Mass you ever shootings. seen that? You ever seen that movie um, with Robert Downey Jr. and Jamie Fox, the soloist? No. Jamie Fox plays a guy with uh, a homeless guy mm. who's got like really bad schizophrenia, like psycho psychological problems. Mm. He's a homeless guy in L.A. And he's like, he knows how to play. I think it's the cello or the bass. Mm. So he's, and he plays it and he's he's amazing at it. But if you talk to him, you're like, he's like very sporadic, very crazy, crazy talk. Like you, you can barely have a conversation with him. He's, he's everywhere. Mm. 
And Robert Downey Jr. is a journalist. He decides to do a story on him and like help him out and everything. He gets him into like a special program. I don't want to give the whole movie away, but like it ends up being this guy with schizophrenia has such bad like a disorder and the his way his life has been. Mm-hmm. He ends up homeless, but he's literally the most talented fucking cello player in, in the country. Ah, uh, it's crazy. I think it was based off a true story too. It's a good movie. Could be. They say the creative types are close to schizophrenia. You remember the guy that used to live in our apartment, the big black guy with, like, no front teeth? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he had schizophrenia. Yeah. Yeah. Dre. He might be what the up, next, Dre? He might be the next Biggie Smalls. He might. He might be too old for that, though. He's, like, 50. Hey, he he loves his weed, That's young too. now, from what I'm hearing, from everybody that's saying what's, it. What's the average, uh... I mean, well, COVID's killing everyone. Well, dude. I mean, I mean to start something. To start something in life and, and like, get something going for yourself. Uh-huh. You know? Oh, yeah. It was the guy, the guy from KFC. He was, like, what, 84 years old? When, Colonel when, Sanders? I don't know if he was actually Colonel Sanders, but... Oh. No, he, the guy who created KFC, he was, like, 84 years old, right? I didn't know that. He, but when he blew up, when it, when they actually became, like, a millionaire, he, he made it, like, I think he was, like, 84 years old, and then he died. He made it 84 and just died? He had a year as that's a millionaire? Why, that's, that's the nightmare. Yeah. That's the nightmare. Becoming rich in life, and then all of a sudden you die. He just croak. That's crazy. That's why you can't. Being rich does come with it its own, like, problem, it. though. You can't cheat it. You gotta get it through hard work. Definitely. Definitely. Nah, you can't be fucking anybody over. And you gotta give back, too. Like, even when I have, like, money, like... Like, I hate feeling like a like a sleazebag sometimes. Like, I went to Chipotle after work the other day. And there's a guy, and he, he, he had the balls to sit right at the front door of Chipotle on Airport Road there. Mm-hmm. Post Road Airport. You know, that plaza. I know what you're talking about. So he sat there, and, and he's like, hey, man, can you spare some money? I'm hungry. Like, I don't have any He sat food inside there? And they didn't no, make he sat him... on the outside. Oh, uh, right he in front of it? Right oh, in front of the door as we come in, as I'm going to smart. He's smart, though. Well, I, 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 yeah, that's what I said. I was like, he's, he's had the balls. He had some, he had some respect. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, yeah. But I can tell he had all this shit with him and everything. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I actually don't have any cash. And I, I'm like... All I got is card. I'm sorry. Sorry. So I went in, and I got my bowl, and I'm like, you know what? Let me get two tacos. So I did two chicken tacos with some bunch of shit on it. Uh-huh. They wrapped it up. I walked out. I gave it to him. I'm like, hey, man, good luck. He could have thrown those in the sewer, but I could care less. You know, he might, he might be trying to get money. Fuck him. Yeah. But, like, I, I, don't, I could care less. But I did it anyway, you know. I've been reading a lot of Marcus Aurelius lately. Oh, yeah, and you Niccolo, have been reading that. Niccolo Machiavelli and Marcus Aurelius, a lot of different stuff. I've also been reading uh, um, Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. I've been reading uh, Machiavelli's discourses mm-hmm. on Livy. Yeah. But um, it's like sectional, so it's hard to understand. But Marcus Aurelius, when I first picked it up in Barnes & Noble, what surprised me was like how he talks about how short life is and how you should pretty much contemplate that your existence is finite. It just makes you think in a bigger picture way, I think. I want to get the uh, the tattoo. Of it Marcus says, Aurelius? Uh, no, well, actually, yes, but... Um, the thing that the the people would say, the the Roman centurions, when they come back from, from war, they would, have, they, they would have someone follow them around mm-hmm. and whisper, remember that you die one day, or something like that. But in Latin, so it just sounds but cool. But it was in, like, yeah, it was in Latin yeah. or whatever. I want to get that, like, tattooed somewhere. Oh, I think it's, uh... 
Something mortal. Uma me morto. Uma me morto, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get that tattooed someday because it's a constant reminder. I think the, uh, you know, the, the SPQR, Spark tattoos, those are cool. I guess that's what the Roman legions were called. There's like SPQR with their initials. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's uh, sketching out in Gladiator when he's carving it out of his... Yo, if you, if, you, if you were to fight in the Roman Colosseum, right? What what what's your uh, what weapon and what what armor? Any armor? Are you bringing an animal in with you? Definitely armor. Like a chest. are you doing the melee? Are you doing a one on one? Fighting the bull, the lion. Like how are you taking on this lion? I wouldn't have a choice. Yeah, as it's, a gladiator, it's whatever you get. It's whatever you get. They it's just like, give hey, you whatever. You're gonna, you're gonna go in with this many guys, or you're gonna go one on one against this guy. And that's it. That's try, it. They probably try and match you up pretty good. Some people just like to see execution. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were literally just... Back in the day, dude, they used to just execute people for the fucking... Yeah. Like, there was no TV. Slaves. <laughs> slaves and shit. Was, it was a big thing all over the world. Spartacus. You know who he was? Yeah. He was a slave. Then he escaped and, like... He had a good run, but they caught him in the end, I think. I gotta read... I've read of... I've read part of um, Tatticus's The Annals of Imperial Rome, which is about, like... The Roman invasion of Gaul and then Britain, but it's also about when um, Nero comes to power, who was like that crazy Roman emperor. Crazy. Yeah, he the persecuted Roman, the, the Christians. Persecution of the Christians, yeah. But when Nero was emperor, there was this guy named Seneca, and he was the richest. Seneca. Yeah, yeah, he was the richest man in Rome. He was allegedly pork in Nero's mom. I don't know if it's true, but <laughs> some people say that. But he was also a stoic, like Marcus Aurelius. I he, read a lot of stuff from Seneca. Yeah, I think he's another. one. He's very dark, though, compared to Marcus Aurelius. I think he's. A, I think that the darkness. Is, is from, like, accepting reality. Yeah. Like, uh, and the, do you I know got, how he like, died? The, the, best, the best people that can accept reality, like, in life, accept it, no matter how harsh, no matter how crazy, no matter how how much PTSD you might receive from, from shit. From life. The best guys can move on forward, like, with a stone face. And, that, like, even, like, even Marcus Aurelius, he says something uh, in the beginning of his meditations... About even if you lose a son, like even if your own child dies, you will not cry or you will not show emotion. Yeah, the saying was like, I've lost nothing when, when someone you boom, know dies. Boom, yeah. just fucking move on. Mm. Just shut the door on it and move on. Mm. It's kind of crazy because like, that's the opposite of what... Um, Contemporary culture tells us. Psychologists tell you. They tell you to let it out and talk about it and shit like that. And like it's okay to cry and all that. Mm. So it makes me wonder, is it not... Like, wait a minute. Could no. also depend... The, if it, you have control over your emotions, though, completely, is it really... Does it really matter? Well, dude, part of uh, the whole the whole way psychologists are licensed is that they got to go through that that liberal grinder. Yeah. Where they, they yeah, baby up, they make you a pussy. There you go. So maybe that's you, the, you don't maybe believe that's in reality. The, maybe that's the problem. And then you go brainwash a mentally vulnerable person. Maybe that's the problem with society today. Maybe maybe they've been told too much to just let it out and and, and don't worry about it. Maybe Somebody you just got to hold it in. So maybe holding it in pressure, and coping with drugs is the way makes, to go. Pressure makes diamonds, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 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 it's yeah. like we said before: you gotta fail, fail, and just hold it in. Either that or, or you know, uh, for, I just had a good conversation with somebody recently about, um, do you watch The Walking Dead? I've watched it, but I didn't it? know it was still on. Yeah, I loved it when it was yeah, on. I got four on. seasons in. It's still on. There's like 10 seasons now. 10? 10? 10 or 11 now. Or I'm waiting on the 11th or the 12th or something like that. Jesus. 
but it's it's good because I just decided to like rewatch it over the last like month from the, from the very beginning. Now I've already seen it and I'm all caught up, but mm. uh, I had I had not smoked for a very long time. Mm. So it's been like two months since I last smoked. And I'm sitting in my living room and I'm watching Walking Dead and I'm I'm like in like I think uh I was at season five. They come across the, this group that, that this guy, the main character's traveling with and his son, they've been through everything. He's lost he's had to kill his best friend. He's had they've had to do some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And I I had smoked that one day, like it hit like a like a dab or something. And I guess just not have from not have doing done it in so long. I started contemplating The Walking Dead, like, really in-depth. Like, actually putting myself in the scenario. Like, what would you do if you were a character? Well, just, like... Or, like, the particular character's circumstances. The the particular circumstances. Circumstances. And then also thinking about what what if... Yeah, you were high, huh? (laughs) Yeah, what if the the dead actually started to rise and and they started... There'd be so many of them. There'd be so many. um, People would freak out. And I would say the biggest problem would, would be human interaction with other people like like you can't trust anybody and oh, what they're going to no. do they're like no, you can't. fight or flight immediately so like this is i was i was thinking psychology i'm like fight or flight immediately kicks in all the time now oh immediately yeah me literally at eye contact so, so yeah like, I, they're like you're in you're in constant fight or flight all the time then i'm thinking about the characters in the show they've they've by obviously by season five these main characters have basically figured out how like they're fucking warriors are they, so like, are they gonna so eliminate the zombies like don't just, tell me too much just, but like they're winning no no i'm just no no they're not oh, it, it's, it's it's like constantly moving on to shit they're stabbing the decaying bodies that that are once humans in the head yeah it's it's that's ptsd out the ass oh so yeah all these characters basically all these characters from the situation <laughs> that they were in before the, the the dead rising and then the dead rising and all the way up to this have ptsd most fucking definitely maybe they've learned to cope with it a little bit but they've all had it at least once um they're they're depressed they're they're, le- they're starving they're, they're starving they're thirsty tired they're, yeah their hormones are fucking going about all to the be place. dead yeah they're about to be dead and fight or flights kicked in at well they're about times. to be undead actually so i'm thinking about human primal nature now at this point and i'm thinking about what they've gone through this entire show with different coming in, into contact with other groups, people have become tribal now. Yeah. So there's different groups being like formed. different factions. Yeah, and it's it's like, and then there's at the same time there's people like still trying to save the fucking world or something, and there's there's crazy people. So some don't think the world can be saved. They've just like oh yeah, most definitely. Oh, there's some people that are like probably like like oh they, I used to go to church, and now I just don't believe in God. Thing, oh, thing like okay. that. Then there's others where like when God said that they were gonna do this and that i didn't think he had this in mind Mm. like you know and then there's just people that are like i'm the fucking alpha male and i'm taking over they're just running it like the julius caesar or something yeah i like to think that'd be me but probably not but i'm thinking i'm like that's exactly what would fucking happen right yeah there'd be there'd be a guy over there that's like everyone would change i'm the fucking king i'm the king these are all my people. Like somehow manipulate everyone around him, or take the, care of them. And take well, get them. Get, a little bit of both. <laughs> I mean, this is a lot. What like? Let's go back to uh, Machiavelli and Marcus Aurelius. Those are my two favorite right now. Mm. They both express that uh, it's 
I think Niccolo Machiavelli says, like, if you're going to be feared, if you had to choose between being feared and loved, it's better to be feared. That's mm-hmm. what he said. Mm-hmm. That's literally what he said. He said the only difference, and he said another thing, like, a true leader who is feared but never touches the women or the property of his subjects is to also be, you know, loved mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, you get these little things about being a leader, being a real man, like a real, like... It's how to keep a kingdom. He also talks about um, when people are handed their kingdoms, it's not the best thing. Like, there are, there are kings who inherit it, and then there are kings who are build a kingdom. Yeah, oh yeah. And it depends, like, what the people are like there. I was the son of a guy who built a fucking kingdom gonna, like, step up, you know? Yeah, like, he's you gotta, gotta step you gotta up. You put your son through some shit. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. He also talks about what troops to hire. That's a massive fucking challenge. You're not controlling another human being. That's your son. Mm. And you need him to be like, hey. You gotta groom him. This shit, I built this fucking shit. Mm. And you're gonna get it. All of it. Are you gonna fucking quadruple it and make it fucking ten times better? Or are you gonna just fuck around and party and snort the snort the blow? Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, drink the ale and the wine and fucking get the whores and shit Venice and Tuscany definitely had some good wine back then oh they had all this stuff dude and I like like Vikings is another one of my favorite shows they got that Vikings and then they, I've guess, never watched that uh, I guess there's a new thing on Netflix now like a sequel to the show it's called Valhalla and it's like a hundred years later or something like that are you watching um the New Thrones when it comes out the prequel New Thrones. Blood of the dude, Dragon I, I still haven't seen the last four episodes of the uh, last the final season yeah don't, don't watch them <laughs> that's what everyone dragons, says dragons bro the new one's gonna have dragons and the guy actually finished the book so I think it'll be good the guy actually finished the book yeah he hasn't finished the uh, regular Game of Thrones series but he finished the prequel that's crazy yeah this man had like two more books to write for the actual series and then he wrote like, books for other series, like, Game of Thrones prequels, like... I mean, I guess you gotta do what you wanna do as an artist, though, right? But who is he? George R. R. Martin. Oh, him. Yeah, so yeah. he's actually finished these books, and he's, he's like... Well, he hasn't finished Thrones yet, but he finished the, like, prequel, Blood of the Dragon. It's pretty good, I read it. I, what, isn't he dead, Mad though? Dragons. Did he die? I don't he think died. so. No, he didn't. Oh, I'm telling you. Don't died. tell me he died. Can we look this up? Dude, Can if you tell me George R. R. Martin died, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed, Reese. Uh, I thought he died uh, last year. No, he did. I, I might You're be, fucking I might with be me, just man. Absolutely mad, but George R. Martin. Yo, do you uh, have you heard of like troll farms? Yes. Do you think yeah, those are real? I've heard. Uh, I've heard. Um, Rogan talk a lot about it. Yeah, dude. Are they, are they like, oh, yeah, they're most definitely real. Who's, who's running all these troll farms, dude? Uh, yeah. Deep State. <laughs> Very well could be, right? Uh, I guess he, um, George R. R. Martin denies being dead after George R. R. Martin dies. Okay, yeah, so he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, that headline? That was, a, that was a headline. Why? George Why R. R. Martin. Why was that the headline? He denies being dead after being dead. <laughs> well, maybe he came back to life. He's like that's, Santa Claus. That's another show that got weird because it just had zombies in it. It was like dragons plus zombies. Yeah, I don't think anyone's crazy. really done that. I haven't seen the last four episodes of the, the last season. 
because I had to, I had to go home and I couldn't use uh, Tyler's HBO Go anymore or, or Dirty Mike's HBO Go. But shout out Dirty Mike and Tyler. Yep, shout out. But as soon as I can watch those, I watch it and then I will watch a new thing that's coming out. I like Game of Thrones. I enjoyed it. it was yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah. But it was nice. Game of Thrones is nice. I've recently started watching the new Peaky Blinders. Oh yeah! Oh, I bet you love that's that. That's a damn good show, man. I have seen a few episodes. It's like my it favorite show. Good. I think that's my favorite show. I mean, you're, you're pretty much one of the characters, no? Um, you definitely I'm, have a little I'm gypsy replicating in you. It. I do have a little gypsy in me. Yeah. Apparently, my Welsh Portuguese gypsy? on my mom's side. Oh my gosh! They were apparently Portuguese, and they were gypsy of gypsy heritage. I don't know. I don't think I'm Portuguese at all. I don't know anything. I got to do these ancestry.com shits and. Uh, 23 and me. Yeah, I want to do mine Spend again. See if I get uh, the same results. I wonder if they can tell if you're vaccinated or 23 not. 23 and me. You've done it already. I've done it already. Yeah. What What did you pick up on that? Um. So I have the gene for Alzheimer's, which is always nice. But um, oh, shit. I'm point one percent African. Um. I have scoliosis. Uh, oh shit. <laughs> nah, I didn't say that. <laughs> but uh. I also have a deficiency for converting vitamin A. So I need to get a pure firm form of vitamin A. Um, so because start, my enzyme... Start slamming, start slamming raw organ meat like the liver king. Dude, I gotta, I gotta get some raw organ. I was thinking about buying carrot juice, but then... Uh, it's like no, no. Too much sugar in the carrot juice. No, and, and carrots apparently aren't good. Really? Yeah, dude. I, I, that's for another, humans. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, Alright, so... I don't want to talk about Liver King because Liver King is Liver King. But uh, I do follow that Paul Saladino guy. I want to get his book. Yeah. That, and he used to, he, he, like, that's why, uh, the reason why I like him is he said he used to be a raw vegan. Raw vegan. A raw vegan. That means he didn't cook any? For years, yeah. And, that's yeah. disgusting. And no meat. How do you no, do that? No animal products. No animal products at all. Until he started, I guess until he started looking into the science of, of this shit. And it was like, holy shit, you have, like, I guess, bad digestive enzymes. Is that what they call it? Um, it, it, just, it can fuck with your digestion. It can give you uh, different, t- different types of toxicity because of plant defense mechanisms. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to be eating seeds, nuts, stems, leaves. We're supposed to be eating the fruit of the plant. And that's it. And if it's derived from certain stuff, there's like oxalates in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be very bad for your gut, for your hormones. So he keeps it to, basically, from what I've seen, is he mostly eats fruit and and meat, just fruit and, and meat. organs. Mm-hmm. And, and he he puts it. They obviously they put an emphasis on the organs because liver, kidney, heart. Like liver is liver is rich in like vitamin B and vitamin C and vit- I think vitamin D as well. Mm. It's got riboflavin, it's got collagen, it's got carnosol and carnosin and all, all that crap. Like it, it, it's it's got all this. It's got things. everything. It's so nutrient. It's like the most nutrient dense food we can eat. Mm-hmm. And like I like I, I'm a fan of liver and onions as a dish anyway. But these I gotta guys, learn how to cook it. These guys are these guys are eating it raw and mm-hmm. they're putting just like salt and olive oil on it. And just putting back like four ounces mm. or two ounces of it, like at at, at one meal a day, mm. and just to get that in you is going to be helping you fire on more pistons. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's all about with diet for me. It's all about just like my performance. 
Yeah. Like, that's the yeah. only reason I eat, dude. I'm not really trying to let me in. And, like, I don't want to... It's, it's I more about waste. performance. Yeah, I guess these companies are coming out. Like, Liver King has a company. I've tried some of his supplements. It's all ancestral supplements. Um, Paul Saladino has partnered up with Heart and Soil Supplements. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried any of their stuff yet. But I don't want to spend money on supplements that are made out of animal-based products. Like, colostrum. When I can actually go out and get liver somewhere. But that's, that's why I'm thing. not a big believer in supplements. That's the thing, though. You can't go to Stop and Shop doesn't sell organ meat you know you got some go places to, do you gotta though. go to i think whole foods sells liver but they don't have kidney they don't have heart they don't have you know, yeah they don't sell kidney I, i'll stop why I'll don't st- they sell it i don't I get mean, like like i like haggis what are they are they keeping them like what are they doing with them i don't know but yeah they're probably getting either throwing them out or swapping them like doing something, selling them online, doing Pretend, something, pretending they're human organs, selling giving them it, online. It, Warren Buffett's probably munching some fucking <laughs> bra, some raw. Well, he's, try, he's trying to stay healthy. I bet. He, I bet you eating dude. testicle gets your testosterone up. It does. Yeah, if it you're does. just eating test nuggets all day. No, it does, and that, like that's that's nasty. I, don't, I think I, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> no, I can't do it. <laughs> Not to another man. That's just dude. That just gets personal. Raw bull testicle. It's huge. It's fucking. It's like the size of your chin, dude. Oh, I bet. With your beard. Yeah, on those it. motherfuckers are hung. It's huge. It's like this big. It's like a tennis ball. Yeah. And and like they cut right into it. They put like lemon juice and like olive oil and salt on it, and then they just like take a sliver and they <laughs> so just nasty. eat it raw. I know. I know. And I'm just like. <laughs> I'm just, you said you talk. It's like it's like what the fuck? Dude? It's like come I, on, like, come on. It it just looks like rubber. Like it almost looks fake. Yeah, it's just no. it's just pink. I'm just like that's exactly what I would want the inside of my testicle to look like, and you're eating it like stinks. Dude. Thank you. Um, they say the I'll larger the testicles, the more uh, the more promiscuous. They're gonna the have to they're gonna have to cook it and season it to get me to eat it. I'll eat it, but you're gonna have. I'm you gotta cook it. I'm you got no God no. You're gonna have to slice that testicle. Even when it's cooked, you're no, pushing no, it. No, not only that, not only that, I won't even I won't even eat it like like by itself. I, you have to get some like some ground beef or some ground bison or some ground venison and mix it in with the testicle. Are you dipping it and in ketchup some, or honey some mustard? Some chicken, dude. I'll throw extra salt on that. A little black pepper, some franks. I'll throw fucking I'll throw fucking guacamole in there if I have to. Oof. But I'll I'll get it down. And I I'll, wonder what its uh its macros are. What are the macros of a bull testicle? Mix it with rice, dude. Bull testicle. Is bull testicle keto? To inform your girl that you're eating that, that night. <laughs> Dude, I bet you fuck like a maniac don't, after don't, eating a bull don't testicle. Eat any, don't eat the clam chowder and drink. don't drink the red wine. Yeah, what <laughs> just if... Just the bull testicles enough. Yeah, what if you went on a date and you were just like, let me order for you? Or, nah, you were just like, yeah, she'll have the bull testicle. <laughs> or, 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 I hope you don't mind. I'm going to stick with a salad. Before I came out, I had some bull testicle. <laughs> <laughs> You're just shooting chunks later. <laughs> it's like, you're getting pregnant tonight. This is it. Dead I ass. got the ring in the back of the car. You, you just can't no help idea. yourself. You have no idea. <laughs> She'll be five years old in no time. Um, yeah, I'm no. surprised. <laughs> Dude, I'm surprised he doesn't do the whole gambit. And eat both testicles and the cock. 
No, why, why not why, just round home why, base? You want to know why? If you already at first. Well, you want to know why? Well, one one is because of what you said. It's like I, the bigger the testicle, and these things are fucking huge. So he's like, one is a, one is enough, dude. Like you'd probably have one a day anyway if he had like a pair. One a day. And then uh, three bowls he's, a week. He's also he's also eating like two whole femur bones of of bone marrow, raw bone oh, marrow. Oh my god! I like, wish they sold marrow like that. They I do. Would eat they it. do. I eat it all the time. Dave's, just raw marrow? Dave's Marketplace. No, I carve it out of the femur bone just like he's oh, got. Oh, oh, okay. I do it. I put it on my Snapchat all the a time. A whole bone? It's like uh, it's like this this big. It's like oh. it's, it's easy to get a butter knife through the other side. Okay, it's just all right. They all right. cut it up in pieces. I thought they, you meant like the, put it the in cow's packs leg. Of, they'll put it in like a packs of two or three, just the bone. Mm. Just the femur bone. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you cut, use a butter knife. You kind of stab the middle and kind of work your way in, and I keep twisting it and carving it out and trying to carve it into a, a little a light bowl. And I bet I, that would be good on sushi. Uh, yeah, you could do that. Oh, That's a great yeah. job, great idea with a little bit of soy sauce. Even oh, yeah. I don't like soy, and then some wasabi, and then you, yeah, and then you put a little extra salt on it too. I put some some Himalayan salt on it. Hell yeah, I use bowl. that too sometimes. But I just take a spoonfuls of it, raw raw marrow, and I'll, I'll take a bite of that. And if whatever I'm eating for dinner, I'll take another bite, and I'll kind of have it go down the same. It's good though. I I, I definitely noticed the difference. Get all those micros, those macros. It was good to eat. It was good to eat a lot of bone marrow while I'm doing this bulking over the last like f- five or six months, because it's just like, you know, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of pressure on your joints. It's a lot of pressure on your bones, your shoulders, your elbows, your knees, your hips. It's hard. So it's good to have that extra oomph. And I, on top of that, I, what I was bulking with was a lot of venison, bison. Beef, steak, any kind of, any kind of, any kind of cow, like that stuff, like anytime, any kind of prey. Anytime I had a chance to eat, like the beef or the steak or the or, you know, something around along the lines of that or lamb, even too. I love lamb. I I would I would take that over chicken and fish and turkey and stuff like that. Making me hungry, man. Oh, dude, we could eat right now. <laughs> I do venison burgers, just like hamburgers, like ground venison. Dude, I got I got to hunt, bro. I've been putting off getting my hunting license for so long. Well, let's go hunting. I'm down. I got a gun coming in Friday. I got woods. <laughs> I got a thing that will murk. We'll, dude. Dude, I'm no no lie. Where I walk coop, I've seen twelve deer. Oh my god. Twelve deer at a time. Imagine, dude, buckshot. You could take out all twelve. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, just one at a time. Oh, Plus, buckshot's illegal for hunting. Uh-oh. At least in Rhode Island, yeah. They say because it, it just travels too far. Yeah. We wouldn't need that. We wouldn't need a shotgun. No. The thing I got coming. Just hop on its back, put in the rear naked. I got Tavor 7 308. Fires a 308 and a 762 NATO coming in Friday. What's a NATO? A big boy? That's like uh, that's like the the 762. It's it's just a round. It's like about the A long. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like a 556 five, today. I don't know why. I'm with me. I'm just go big or go home. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. I don't like a five five six, and the, the the type of gun that I got doesn't fire a five five six. It fires the three oh eight and the seven six two. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice, very accurate. It's a bullpup rifle, so everything's in the back. Mm-hmm. The magazine goes in the back. The stock is in the back. All the recoil. Where is it in the back? Like right in the back. Everything. So I'm my your trigger is up here. Like an AR would be like this. Yep. Whereas with a bullpup, my hand's further up here. Okay, now. okay. So the magazine's right here under my armpit. The slide release is back here. 
it goes forward up here. You pull it back to lock it, to load it, uh -huh. to cock it. I like the ergonomics behind a bullpup, especially this kind that I'm getting. What's ergonomics, man? Just like, like the, the feel, aerodynamics? Yeah, the feel of it, yeah. The way you move around with it. It's easier to maneuver with it. Okay. It's easier to run with if you have to sprint. In AR, you have to tuck the, the stock into your elbow and, like, underneath your armpit. But it won't reach all the way, you know? Like, it's 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 very... it's you got to really tuck it in there versus the bullpup. It's, everything's up against your shoulder already. Mm -hmm. And it's quick. And it's easier to fire one-handed if you have to. Mm -hmm. It's also ambidextrous. You can go left or right and you can switch it around. It's, it's that type of rifle where I can switch the rounds to come out the other side mm -hmm. instead of this side. But, yeah, that's an option. Um, it's fucking accurate. shoots really far. How far? Really far. Like, like... I was watching a documentary about because it's a uh, IWI, which mm -hmm. is in Israel. It's is Israel, mm -hmm. and these guns. You're not buying American guns, man. Come dude, on, dude. These guns Come are on. these guns are fighting the the Hamas and the uh, Hezbollah in in Israel. <laughs> All right of now. the Middle East. This is what this is this is like what they use in the uh, Israeli the Mossad. defense. The Israeli Defense Force, the Israeli commandos. So, and they I watched a documentary on them, and they're like, dude, this thing's like a snipe. Mm -hmm. So and I've got a optic sight coming for it with a magnifier. It's like you know, flick in and out in the back. Pretty cool, dude. Pretty yeah. cool. I'm excited for it. I was like, this is. I think a lot of people don't understand that. For some people, guns are a way of self defense, but it's also a hobby. Oh, it's definitely a hobby. Yeah. I was just saying this on. Uh, like the it's other not day. as big of a deal as people make it out to be. Only one. It's definitely it's definitely a massive hobby. Like it's it's about like I want to get into competitions. Oh yeah. I want to get into shooting competitions That'd most be sick, definitely. Dude. And with different types of guns too. Like I've I grew up with uh, Western movies and and war movies too. But like mostly West like a lot of westerns too. Like mm -hmm. ha like hand in hand. Is Zulu a western? It, it kind of yeah kinda, kind of yeah. kind of you know but like no I'm talking like Clint Eastwood yeah, I'm talking yeah, John classic Wayne American lessons yeah yeah dude I, with I, Redskins yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah the Apaches the yeah I mean like those those movies take a bad hit today with the with the racism stuff that they you know they they don't like to see like Native Americans displayed in those movies back then but it was like it was back then yeah it was in the like the fifties and the sixties. Yeah. Like these people take were, a joke. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I mean, I guess. Like, no, it's bad. Like, they, they're like, oh, I just don't hate. I hate the whole cancel culture. It's like, oh, we let's cancel. Let's let's make it so that nobody can ever see these movies again. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is John Wayne. Yeah. This is. I don't care if you think he's fucking the devil. Like. These are classic movies. To Native Americans, he is the devil. These are classic movies. Yeah. I, I can't. I'm like, dude, Clint Eastwood. If you don't like him, don't watch him. Why are you making other people not watch him? I mean, like Clint Eastwood, Lee Van Cleef, like, the, all it's, of them. It's kind of like Voldemort, where it's like everyone's scared to say his name. Yeah. Like everyone's like, the movie that shall not be named. I don't even think they don't have that bad that of a rap. Movie. Because those movies, like, who watches them anymore? Anyway, nah, I don't really watch them. Like, I, like, yeah, I'm, like, the only guy my age that grew up with movies like that and watched those movies, even the black and white ones. Mm -hmm. You know, like, Chuck Connors, The Rifleman. I've never even heard of him. Yeah, man, see, I'm telling you. Nah, I, I, old I, school, dude. I watched a lot. 
I grew up with that. I would have all my army men or whatever, and I would have the war movies too, all the old we, war movies. We used movies. to play cowboys versus Indians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that too. Yeah. That was more my toys. I had toy guns. You were definitely cowboy all the time, though. I went from toy guns to airsoft guns, and I skipped the whole paintball phase, and I went straight to real guns. Real guns. In fact, no. I went from airsoft guns to martial arts, back to martial arts. And then real guns. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, martial arts is basically making your body a gun, though. I think I, just, I was, I've been thinking about this for the last forty-eight hours. These fucking planes. But uh, what I think is, there's a lot of people out there that are dealing with obesity, and they still have guns. They're buying guns, and it's like, listen. We've all seen the movies. If you're going to buy a gun, you need to understand that that gun is, is not only a tool, but a weapon. Yeah. And weapons are for warriors. Mm. And if you're a warrior, how good of a warrior do you want to be? And this is what we come keep coming back to. Like, I'd rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Mm. If I'm going to have weapons... I'm going to know how to use them when it comes time to. Otherwise, I'm going to go about my business. This is the image that I give people when I say this is why we want to keep our guns and keep the gun laws the fuck away. Mm. It's in case anything does happen, God forbid. Mm. And the, the more and more closer we it's get... to keep you safe. Yeah, well, we're getting you. closer. We're getting closer and closer. Them. We're getting closer everyone. and closer to being to having to use them. Is what I'm saying, and it's like it's either the left is kind of proving me right. They keep getting closer and closer to trying to infringe on that right. I'm surprised the left become, doesn't and become more tyrannical. Because they're they're so afraid of mass shooters and they're so afraid of QAnon. When they I, want I think, a, I think a gun can, to defend themselves, I think we can get back into the mind control thing where it's like it's like you've got people like Talib and AOC. And, and Pelosi and or, or not even Pelosi but the younger the younger politicians that are in like Congress and the Senate um, like I mentioned why don't you run for office in, no, in, really. in Warwick, Rhode Island in Warwick, Rhode Island yeah I wouldn't know what not, to go not on. for state just for just for federal like skip the state just go straight federal I don't know definitely not ready there yet definitely not there we're definitely not there yet yeah you gotta yeah and to be honest with you I don't I yeah I don't really care it sounds crazy I like I, I do care but I don't care enough to want to run right here you know I, I realize there's a lot of people here that are not willing to give up certain things and there's a lot of people here that are attached to a uh, a way of life that's like Rhode Island like as the rest of the country grows this is this is how I look at it I look at the big picture everything's growing technology cities cities are getting bigger mm -hmm. it's unavoidable so Rhode Island needs to be ready for change and Rhode Island the way I see it in 20 years maybe maybe more 
maybe less. Providence is going to expand. There's going to be more money being brought in from other places. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's not like an economic collapse, which is another thing we're worried about. Yeah, I mean, but, we're uh, kind of in the middle of one, I guess. You right, say. right. We, we, it's gonna, a little it, it's one. Probably, it might, it's, it's probably, been going on for a couple of years. It'll, what I'm saying is, it'll probably get worse if it keep, keeps going. It's probably going to get worse. We haven't really suffered from the stimulus check. No, nah, we haven't suffered. Like we think we're we think we're suffering now. We haven't really suffered from inflation yet completely. It's gonna get worse. Mm-hmm. But say we get out of it, you know, by like twenty fifty, twenty sixty, if we've competed with China by then. Rhode Island's gonna have to be ready to change, like massively. Like there's gonna be people trying to buy up land. I mean it's a good location, it's, a, it's, it's a, by the water. We're a small little state, dude. We're we're gonna it, Rhode Island might have to go with, like, Connecticut or Massachusetts. I'm nah. You. Do you know before Rhode Island became a colony, it wanted to be, like, its own country? No way, really? Yeah, dude. It wanted to be its own little country. That's crazy. That explains a lot. Dude, Rhode, I- Rhode Island, if it wanted to, could be, like, a little Singapore or, like, a Hong Kong. Except with without Chinese enroachment. Did you know just that... Just be rich as fuck. There's a, uh, a, a very big restaurant that, I guess, just had to close its doors today today in oakland beach warwick, which one warwick top of the bay oh i don't think i've been there you popping popping all the time it's a, it's a favorite restaurant i guess they were short-staffed and had to close that's why they closed yep they were short-staffed they're not getting paid enough or, or the people found better work and they couldn't get employees in there so it's crazy like that's that's how it is like it's like people are gonna have to make decisions and you don't have the same resources to lean on as a crutch that you did back a while ago uh-huh. you're gonna start seeing that like that that was a big restaurant dude that was a very popular restaurant they were making a lot of money so the owners might just tuck tail and run and dip I don't know I don't know there's no like unemployment for businesses that I that no don't idea. have enough people to work I have no idea no like should we just give business that's probably, yeah that's I probably know, like know. part of the <laughs> capitalist way like that's probably no, why they're no. like ah we should be throwing taxes at everyone so that we can keep it alive i think you should just be able to put your tax money directly where you want it to go well that's what rogan was saying too rogan was saying choice tax yeah he was saying all right well i want a lot of my money to go towards this if it's good if you're going to take all my money for this you want to take it for that if you're going to take a certain percentage of my money I don't even know what they're that. taking it for. I haven't looked at the. I haven't looked well, at the bill. I can tell you right now. They're just taking it. It's not going towards fixing the roads because the potholes. Oh, are the roads are so bad. And it's definitely not going towards public education. Because we're all so, dumb. Well, you. I worked in Warwick Public Schools for a while, and I worked at elementary school and I worked in a middle school, and I have four siblings that are in Warwick Public Schools right now. They're all in a different bunch of schools. And I, you know, I was in public school up to high school here, from second grade to high school. And I can tell you, I know how much has changed. I know kids can be bad at certain ages. I know there's things that kids do at certain ages. But it's fucking terrible here. It's terrible. And I, and it's not to do, it's not completely to do with the schools. It's really a lot of the, and I'm not going to say parenting completely either, but it's the culture. There's no kids playing outside anymore. They're not getting sunlight. They're not getting vitamin D. They're not no. getting. They're not getting melanin to their eyes. They're not exercising. When you don't. They're get, not socializing. When you don't get melanin in your eyes from the sunlight, it, it makes it harder for you to sleep. 
you know what you're getting instead? You're getting cell phone and Kindle screens and like tablet screens and video games and TV screens and artificial light. Mm. That's going to be terrible. It's going to lower your melatonin. And then what the doctor says is let's give him melatonin. They give him melatonin and it's too much because melatonin is a very powerful thing. Like you can't, like I've stopped taking melatonin all completely. I will never take it again. I've been actually, taking it in a few days. It's my actually, first time in a while without th- taking There's it. a doctor that said that you can actually, it can actually fuck with your hormones. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is a hormone, no, so if like, you're putting like, one in, it'll fuck well, it up. Yeah, like negatively, really, really negatively fuck with your hormones. Oh, yeah. And um, if you take too much of it, it'll keep you up. That's the other thing. Mm. That's what they don't tell you. So I've stopped taking that completely. Uh, I was told CBD. Um with 5-HTP and like a, a zinc a zinc quercetin supplement daily is also good for what's, it. What's quercetin do? Quercetin is like a, um, an antioxidant. Mm-hmm. It's like a, like a bioflavonoid, I think it's classified as or something. Mm-hmm. Um, what it does is it, it's, it helps facilitate zinc into the cells better. Like zinc, zinc in your bloodstream is like oil on water. It doesn't like it's if always floats to the top. It doesn't get in. Yep. You need like quercetin, I guess, gets it in, mm. and it, it like works directly with your immune system, I guess. And and then like you're taking that with vitamin D, and you're getting enough vitamin D. It's it's really strengthening your immune system and putting another layer on your immune system. I hear zinc and vitamin D are good for tests too, testosterone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And vitamin C. Vitamin C is is huge because, um, yeah, it does have like like I was t- telling you before, like it's in liver. Mm-hmm. It has like it has some sort of effect on your testosterone, and and that's why vitamin C. It's good to take vitamin C before the gym. Mm-hmm. A citrus fruit, lemons and limes, oranges or grapefruits are really good. Mm-hmm. I know I like grapefruit. I'm a big grapefruit fan. It's kind of a bitch to eat, but yeah. I don't really eat grapefruit. I love lemon, though. Lemon in the water. Or lime in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, know what I had oranges the other day? Too. Navel oranges or something like that. What'd you have the I other had day? seltzer water with a, a lime in it. Yeah, it went down smooth. But now they have uh, cannabis seltzers. Really? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I don't I even... How do they make them? They have an alcoholic, too. They have what? I bet you they have an alcoholic, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cocktail. Mix them both. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. yeah. I think we're going too far with it. I, th- I definitely think we're going too far with the with the cannabis the stuff. Yeah. I, I, I hate to say it, too. I don't know a lot of people are going to be like, you're a fucking... You're a sham. Reese Humphrey sold out. You're a traitor. You're a sellout. Like, Reese no, Humphrey sold out. I really am not. Like, I, like The Anti-Cannabis League is funding him. No, like I just smoked today. It's a, I'm, it's fine. Like I can, I can deal with it. But I definitely should not be on a daily thing because once it turns into a daily thing, it's yeah, I gotta to smoke get, less. It's I smoked to, like the last like five days. Yeah, like I'm, it's not I'm good, like, man. Like, no, it's not I, good. I got my life together. Now I'm at the point, and I'm glad I'm at the point where I'm at where I can say no. Like I don't need it for the next month. I just like flexing that no muscle too. Sometimes like flexing that no muscle all the time. It does do it. Sharp. It does do a good part on inflation. That brain muscle. It inflation. does. It's good for the inflation. Yeah, it oh, does help with my inflation, dude. Definitely, it takes your mind off the pain a little bit. I have a lot of outer knee pain with all the fucking pivoting I do for MMA. I just squatted big today. I did a heavy squat, back squat today. So you know that's gonna be hurting. So it does take away from the inflammation a little bit, but 
I think people focus too much on that physical stuff and they don't focus too much on the psychoactive elements that marijuana has. Yeah. It's, it's not that it's fucking dangerous because I, I know plenty of functional cannabis users that use it throughout the day every day. No, nah, it's dangerous because it can make you uh, the wrong people. Think. If the wrong people get it. They oh, think, yeah. If yeah. the wrong people get it, they think the wrong things. It's or, like that with every drug. It could be an uneducated person, just somebody who's uneducated and they're going through emotional things mm. in their life and they smoke and they in their room pacing back and forth or something and boom, they just decide, oh, I'm, next time I see that bitch, I'm going to punch her or... Whatever. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the grocery store and they go to the grocery store and then they have a mental breakdown, mm. you know, in the middle of aisle five and and everyone's like, what the fuck's going on? That could happen. It has happened. And it's like and then people people like that get treated like insanos when it's like, well, it could have been you, mm. or it could have been you. I don't know. It I could, just, yeah, it could it's be. Scary. That's really how you that's, have to that, think That's sometimes. what scares me. That's what scares me is like people like that can get guns. Yeah, and but that's why you need your own gun. Well, yeah. Right. Is yeah. that the, the thing? And you're gonna and you're not gonna feel as bad shooting someone like that if you had to. That's what's other, that's the other thing that's crazy is like they probably don't deserve it, but they were led astray. Yeah. Because like, I had mean, all these people, you know, fighting to legalize this shit recreationally. It's gonna happen. It. It's gonna happen. December first, they're gonna. Ha- it's gonna be recreational in Rhode Island. December first. December first. Yeah. And what is it right now? They just passed that, that bill or whatever. Mm. So right now it's just for medicinal, and people can keep their cards. And what I hear in Rhode Island is you can't buy anything over twenty percent THC if you don't have a medical card. So the people who yeah have, I heard they were limiting it too. The people who have a medical card, they're gonna. Keep, I don't really agree with that. They're gonna keep the medical card because that's what they do. It's smart, yeah. and uh, yeah, they're gonna get the best product. And the people who are recreational, it's they'll get the meds. They'll get it though. They'll get it, and I, and I feel like that's um, I feel like that's kind of evil. What the the rules? Or yeah, the, the fact yeah. that people still get it? No, the the twenty percent thing because people are. I know people are still gonna. Show up to buy. You want to know why? There's, why? There's like five or six or seven more dispensaries opening up in Rhode Island. How many are there now? Three? There's like four. Four. Maybe, maybe five. Or one of them's on the border. There's uh, there's Slater. There's Summit. There's uh, Greenleaf. And then there's like, I think, Nova Farms or something. And then there's one in Fall River right there, too. Yep. Um, yeah, and then there's, I guess there's five more opening up, you know, Central Falls, Woonsocket, I think, Pawtucket, uh, North and South Kingston, I think. So it's crazy. There's going to be tons of people lining up everywhere, which way, Medcard or it's not. It's a green rush. Yeah, so you, those people are, you know, control your hormones, guys. You know, diet right, exercise, meditate. I think meditation's huge. Instead of doing I love things, meditation. Instead of doing other negative things in your life when you're by yourself, meditate. That's, Spe- that's literally one thing I've changed in the last eight months, too. I got a meditation app coming out soon. My free time, man. You got a meditation app? I'll yeah, dude. Up. I'm doing guided meditations where I, like, narrate them and stuff. Definitely. That's fucking sick. I want to do, like, sports-based ones. So I'll do, like, a rugby one, a jiu-jitsu one. But I'm also doing just, like, regular mindfulness meditation. And then I was going to do audiobooks, too. And I was actually considering Marcus Aurelius reading that out loud and uh the Tao Te Ching I wanted to read out loud as well 
you gotta show me that shit. Like how you get it's, how you get involved. It's, in I'm that. trying to have it launched by uh, the fourth. That's I the goal. Do the audiobooks. You want to do the audiobooks I too? I want to do the audiobooks. Yeah? I feel like I can narrate a fucking shit out. What do you want to do? Which I have one? tons of voices, dude. I could do like Socrates, Plato, Aristotle. All right. All right. No, I have a strong voice for it. Yeah, all right. I'm down, dude. Hell I yeah. I can just flip it, switch, like a flip a switch and it's boom. Well, yeah, like you said before, you, do, you, uh, like you used Morgan to do the Freeman. acting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've been working on impersonations lately too. Of who? On different things like Donald Trump. Joe Biden, you know, the political people, everybody, everybody's trying to pull off right now. The comedians are all trying to pull off impersonations of things. Yeah. So, like, I'm looking at all their impersonations and stuff, like Conor McGregor, the Peaky Blinders. Oh, you definitely, yeah, those, those ones, those aren't even impersonations. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny, though, because, like, like, Donald Trump, like, I've been getting better at Donald Trump, to be honest. Like I used to be like I used to fail miserably And then after watching Other people do those Impersonations Oh you learn And so you think You kind of learn a little bit And then you work things out With your own way mm-hmm. it's How like do you practice? Just being Shooting the shit With other people And being funny at work Oh alright all right. I have people dying at work You're just it's practicing funny. Like when you're bored at work Yeah 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 right. yeah. yeah That's yeah, funny Yeah definitely But it's funny Yeah, You, you know there's get, a comedy connection In Providence yeah, yeah, we do security for them. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, no shit. I've do they have there. open mic nights? I they, they might. Yeah, they honestly might. They have a lot of people, though. If you go on their website, the Comedy Connection, they, they, they have all their people that they have scheduled in advance, and it's it's pretty deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen they got some good guys. They've had there. some pretty big... They had Tim Dillon uh, back in January, February, or something like that. He's huge. He was probably like one of the biggest, in my opinion. He's one of my favorites. But, um, yeah, the comedy connection is funny, dude. It's a good gig, too, for security because you just stand there and you watch people you just do the laugh. same show. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess Once if you... Once the uh, show starts, nobody gets let in, so you're not checking any IDs, you're not checking any anybody, you're not letting the door in for anybody. You're just going to sit there and... When you, sure when you do security, are you, are you thinking about, like, what happens if a mass shooting happens? Absolutely. As I was. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think about that all the time. Yeah. I, I always, I, yeah, now it's crazy. Like, I always look for the exits. I always look for fire extinguishers. Um, I usually have something, something. I'm looking for something close by that I can use as, as defense. Because mm-hmm. I can't, obviously, if I'm not allowed to have my gun, I can't have my gun, you know? And that's what sucks about not being a constitutional carry state. But... Yeah. These planes are rough over here. Dude, what's the deal with this uh, Ashley Callis person in front of I always see her signs up. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Is she in Rhode Island? She's in Rhode Island, yeah. Never heard of her. I see her. She's got a big sign on Bald Hill Road. Oh, really? Yeah. Right, right near the edge. I don't trust that. Yeah. If you had to put it near edge, I don't trust it. I don't trust it? Nope. Nope. I mean, but I, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I, I'd like to see what she's running for. What, what is she running for? Senate? Is it mayor? Congressman? Governor, I think. Yeah. Governor? Governor, yeah. Fuck. I guess, I guess Dan, is Dan McKee running? Or I don't know. Um, Probably, I hope right? he doesn't. I hope he um, mysteriously disappears. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, um, I'm going to have to crop that one up. <laughs> well, you know... I make jokes, but 
he's just another he's just another uh, filler. That's that's what I feel about him. He does yeah. everything they want. He's wanted. a bench governor. Yeah, he does everything they want. Um, you know, Gina had to leave for what was it, secretary, treasurer, or whatever the hell. Uh, a cushy job that's easy with high pay and you know, like, feel important. Yeah. And he was thrown in there, and I'm like, I don't, you know, it, it happened so fast that it was like, there's no way I can trust you. And it, it ended up being the case. He hasn't done shit. Yeah. And, Except and, lock us in our home. Yeah, I'm tired of this. So I'll give anyone else the benefit of the doubt, but get him out of here at least. He's not doing any good. Especially with these gun laws, you know. I, I expect somebody who's in, 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 in a position to lead, in a position of authority, I expect you to know the Constitution and understand it. The Constitution is something that every politician, every congressman, senator, mayor, governor, whatever you are, president, you should understand and know the Constitution by heart. They probably haven't even read it a lot of them. You should know every amendment word for word. You should know the meaning and the definitions of everything. And you should be fully ready to back that if you're going to be in that position. Those are high standards. If you're not willing to back all of those, get the hell out. That's how I feel personally. That's, you know, I was born, I wasn't born in America. So for me to come over here as a baby, you know, and learn this stuff, I grew up over here though. I love America. And I think you should, I think you should understand why America is different from other countries. It's not that we want to be wild and violent. It's we want freedom. And with freedom comes responsibility. Yep. You have to be disciplined. So if you're going to have all these guns, you got to know. You can't just go out and fucking shoot somebody if you don't like them. That's not how it works. It's the guy's about to fucking do something. Okay. You can orchestrate something to defend the neighborhood, defend your house, whatever. But these mass shootings, I, it, it's too good to be true. I, just, I don't see it. I think a lot of them are set up. The, the, the cases are, are very fake. You know, I don't deny that people died. The people definitely died, and that's not okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that, uh, you know, Texas was weird. Like, the police kind of, like, stood down, right? I don't know anything about it. I just know I heard some I know guy that, went on a shooting at a school. I know that the guy that did the shooting ended up getting shot by Border Patrol. Yeah, I did hear that. I just don't watch it. I don't know weird what itself. motivated like, the guy. Why, I was border patrol there. I don't know. You know, like I, I guess. We I mean, it be could there. be. It could be near the border. Like it was in Texas. Like, yeah, where, I know, where I is know, it but, in Texas? But, but it's just, it's just, it's just like there wasn't a lot of transparency. That's all I'm saying. I, I want, I want more transparency. I want more, more of the story and the things that I did hear, the things I have heard. It's, it sounds weird, and it's like because it's Texas, and then right after Texas, you have Oklahoma, and both of those, I, I believe, are constitutional carry states. Mm-hmm. So it's like before a midterm election in November, we have a, a shooting in Buffalo, a shooting in Texas, and a shooting in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. The Buffalo one, say say it's say it's conspiracy. The Buffalo one would be okay. That's New York. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna do it in New York City, though. We're gonna do it in, we're gonna do it in Buffalo. Because if we did it in New York City, then it would show that 
criminals can still get their hands on guns and prove all the right-wing guys right. Mm. So we're going to do it in Buffalo. It's so like it's at least it's in a kind of a liberal state. And then we have two constitutional carry states that have that are have heavy populations and they're I, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to. Yeah, say, it just seems. Know, it seems like a coincidence to you, or more than. And a if you look up every elect, every time we have an election, something, some, a bunch of shit like this happens every single time. Yeah, I mean, and, and shit's then you, always. And then happen. you think about Joe Rogan had that guy on his podcast, um, who wrote the book about the CIA getting involved with Charles Manson and the Manson family. Oh. And now they were feeding them that like LSD and like it was probably. I know they were doing that. MK Ultra, yeah. time, you know. And they were getting people to do shit. There was a guy. There was a guy who was in the Navy who went to go take a piss at a bar, and he like woke up over some girl, and she was covered in blood. And they're like, "You raped and murdered her," and he's like, "I don't remember fucking shit." I haven't heard of that one, but I heard about the guy that gave it too, and then he jumped out a window. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, going back to the psychoactive thing. Is it true that a lot of these shooter types are allegedly taking um, things like Adderall? Because Rogan says that all the time. I just don't know if it's true. They give a lot of that shit to people in the military anyway. Yeah. But that's what that guy in the Navy, he, he woke up over this girl. They said, you raped and murdered her. He's like, I don't remember anything. I don't remember anything at all. I went to go take a piss and I blacked out. Mm. Navy vet, clean background, great guy. He's like an Air Force vet or a Navy vet. And he went to go take a piss. Then he's all of a sudden, he's out in the forest kneeling over this girl. She's all covered in blood and killed, murdered, and, and, and raped. And it's like, he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't think anything. And they, they talk, they, I, they talk, I guess they talk to the people that knew him. He's like, this is crazy. This is unbelievable. I had no idea. It's like, what? Yeah, I've uh. What? And that would happen back like in like the seventies, eighties, or something like that. I guess. Back then, getting getting um away with crimes must have been much easier, because there well, it was. Just, it just makes you wonder, you know, like there were like no cameras. All these all shooters, the time. all these shooters, these mass shooters are getting killed. They're not being taken alive, right? Well, one one did in Colorado. He got taken alive. No, I'm talking Sometimes about the ones. I'm themselves. talking about the recent ones. The Buffalo, Oklahoma, and Texas. They've all gotten killed. They've all gotten shot on site, yeah. right? So it's like we we can't even ask them questions, even if they're sane or not, insane, whatever. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I wonder what was the, their motivations if they were all similar or. I don't think. I think people think they're it's all Im- white. I think people think it's impossible that. Of course, they're white. Yeah, it's always the white guys. I think too. people think it's Why impossible. Why is it always white mass shooters get, and serial get, killers? You can't get kidnapped, and depending on your social media posts. Or the people you hang out with and the things you do or the things that you talk about around your phone. Mm-hmm. They try and, you know, they take what they can. Say, they try to predict. Make a story behind you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they kidnap you, drug you, and they put a gun in your hand. And they, they you know, we know that there's things like mind manipulation, like hypnotism, and things like that. We've been talking about it all night tonight. Mm-hmm. What's to say that there isn't somebody out there that's that's doing that that we know that we have rogue intelligence agency members that's that's like that's a crazy topic to get into but i mean uh, you could know that we know we know that it's happened we know that there's corruption in the cia and the fbi so i i mean i'm saying i'm saying maybe a lot of these shootings are uh are not just some crazy guy or not some just racist guy or some non-binary guy i don't care it's 
it's it needs to be looked into. We need to do a better job of taking these guys alive. And that, that would be the liberal way of saying things, to be honest with you, back in the day. But nowadays, they're probably like, get them, rid of them, kill them, kill them. Do you believe in the death penalty for mass shooters? I think they should go to prison for the rest of their life. Not anymore. I don't believe in the death penalty Neither anymore. do I. No. Plus, I think life in prison is worse. Yeah. When people describe Absolutely. what life in prison is like... No, no. It there's something to learn from It's fucking it. horrible. Death is easy. Death is easy. Death is way them. easier. Yeah, for what you've done. And... Say somebody finds out that get, say somebody finds out that you're innocent. That's the big thing. Is say you you've been caught up in some crazy crazy predicament where you did not kill anyone. Or you did which not has happened before. Oh, it's happening all it's, the time. It's happened too much. Happens a lot these days. I mean, Kamala Harris is responsible for putting a lot of people away in prison for uh, things we do every accused, day. Falsely accused, falsely accused rape victims. Um, yeah, there's lawyers that talk about it all the time right now, but I, I no, I don't believe in the death penalty anymore. I, it's, it's one of those things where if we were able to get you alive, why would we kill you? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, you know what I mean. I just, it's, I don't know. I life picture in, life in life in prison is is horrible. Anyway, it's, oh, yeah. I mean, like we're talking, we're talking like one hour outside every day. That's it. And, and then you got if you have solitary to too. You've got some things to do. Sometimes. If you, be, if you behave yourself, you don't get solitary, I would imagine. Like, I know, think they can just throw you in there. <laughs> I mean, well, it, is, it, is, it is necessary. It depends on what prison you go into. Yeah, it is necessary, but... Every uh, prison has a reputation. Mm-hmm. It's just either good or it's either like, eh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's a little worse than that. But I, depends on private and public. I, I'm, not, I'm very against private prisons. I think state-run should only be the thing. Private prisons have, have a really bad reputation. I've heard they have a bad reputation, too. I just haven't looked at uh, Those where you get the problems. Them. Yeah. But, um... And that's basically corrections, like criminal justice, when we talk about that. But... Yeah, no. Um, there's... I definitely think we should expect more of these shootings. I think we should expect more of these. They're like red herrings, dude. They, they, it's, it's like, well, there's an... What's the one thing that we can take away from these guys now? What's the one thing that they can attack? They've attacked our free speech. They've attacked everything. In the, the free last, speech. Since Pretty 20, soon they're going to be quartering troops. Look here. at it as look at it as attacking your constitutional rights. Since twenty twenty, they've really before that. Up. Before that, they've attacked religion. They've said you can't go to your churches. Yep. You have to wear a mask. You have to be social distance. You have to lock down and basically house arrest. They've attacked your free speech both They've attacked in, your mind in, Both in person and online um, Now they're attacking your right to defend Your right to assembly With these, these new gun rights These AR With not being You know what I mean If we want our right to assembly You can't protect yourself in an assembly And th- there have been violence I at can't those. have people out with ARs Yeah to, to make sure people know Listen Don't fuck around so I, I think it's, I think this is it. This is it. Like we got to get some new people in power. This is the create. This is. It's not something that can just happen overnight, obviously. But these gun rights, these gun. I mean, these gun, these gun laws that they pass, it can be overnight. They have been overnight. They've gone. They've done overnight. And it's past. just reactionism, right? And it's like, are these are these gun laws gonna stop a fucking crazy guy? No. No. That guy's dead set on doing what he's got to do. And, and it, the only thing that can protect you 
is you. And guess what? What they're not thinking about when they want to pass these laws is that law enforcement, corrections, the military, they all have full automatic weapons, which no one, no civilian in America is allowed to have a full auto. And they have Humvees. They've been... They've and everything. Been, they've been banning binary triggers, which release two, two rounds of pull. What, oh, they, they ban that? You pull it back, it releases one round, you let it go, and it releases another round. Mm. They've been in a lot of different states. In certain states, you could still get it. Um, so it's only semi-auto weapons. Mm. Now they're trying to come for weapons that are past a certain barrel length. They're going to come for ammo next. They're going to say, you can't have this this caliber weapon. Um, they're going to come for the AR again. The communications as well. So they, like... It's, you can't this communicate, is, this is you how can't they, talk. These, these last ones can't that talk they got, about these, these things. last ones that they got into... It's, it's not correct. They, Someone's going to get mad at you. Someone's going to shame you at work for having an opinion. Well, that's how oh, they get man. their foot in the door, man. That's oh, how they get man. their foot in the door. All the police officers, they have over 10 round magazines. My father's a correctional officer, and he'll tell you a lot of the, the, the pistols that they have on the, the special response team when they're doing the, this basically like the SWAT of the corrections in uh-huh. the prison. They're, they're using like things that can only take 17, 15 rounds mm-hmm. in their magazine. Those guys aren't going to be affected. Those police officers that have, they'll know, still have them. Fifteen round, seventeen round, twelve round magazines for their pistols. They're not going to be touched. But we're going to have, you know, they wanted. They thank, thank God that they did not vote that in today. Because that was going to happen today. Mm-hmm. They they voted against. It's just marginal, marginal, um, slights on the freedom. It's like marginal. Just slowly take away freedom. Until what? Just keep until you can't move. Keep putting us at more of a disadvantage. Until you live in a bubble all day. No, no. It's like it's like the squeeze. They're squeezing. They're getting the noose is getting a little tighter and a tighter. You can't have this many round. Uh, you can't have this many rounds in your magazines. Mm-hmm. You can't have this type of weapon. Mm-hmm. You can't have this type of caliber. You have to store it this way. You have yeah, to do this. That you one kills to, me. And and before you know it, when you really look into it, it's like, oh, you're telling me I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to do this. Who the fuck are you again? Yeah. Exactly. I'm a fucking human being that exactly. lives in America. I'm an American. I'm a da- I'm a damn American with with rights. This is how we set this country up. I'm free. I'm not letting some fucking tyrant stand in my way and stand on top. And that's what it's about. That's what the, all Hell this yeah. is about. And I'll, I'll I'll take that to the grave, literally. I'm telling people, you need to learn your constitution. You need to learn what you're allowed to do in, within your rights, within your rights as a citizen of this country. It doesn't matter what state you live in. This constitution stretches from sea to shining sea. You should be allowed to have whatever you want. As long as you're a respectable human being, you don't hurt the environment, the, the, the people around you, animals, mm-hmm. your own self. You're living a healthy life. You're responsible. You can hold a job. Why can't I have a fucking saw machine gun? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, like, I mean, I'm just joking around, but, but, uh, you know, if you Beautiful. trust me, if you trust me, Beautiful. if you trust me, and and you know that I'm I'm worried about I'm worried about the wrong people taking power and trying to sway people against me because I want to be free. And they want to make me work as a slave and make money off of me. It's not going to happen. 
That's what this inflation's about. That's why our economy is about to tank right now. That's why our gas prices are so high is because they want to keep us at a financial deficit so we can't buy certain things. They're going to keep printing off the money and we're still suffering from all those stimulus checks. So what people really need to do right now is man the fuck up and get back to work, find jobs, make money, save that money, and then put a little something back into circulation and I would say start investing. Start investing in things that are against the banking system. Start investing in things that are against the Democratic Party. That like Dogecoin. I would say Dogecoin. Crypto, uh, Dogecoin crypto, is crypto, very anti-democratic. Crypto, cryptocurrency as a whole, I would say, is something good to invest in right now. What we need mass populations to invest in it. Just throw your money at that. It is folks. the ultimate rebellion against digital currency, which we do not want. We do not want the Chinese making a digital. Um, no, the Chinese would spy on a us. A digital currency. I don't want. I don't want a digital U.S. dollar. No. And, then, and then not be able to use Bitcoin and Ethereum or Cardano or whatever the fuck. Whatever you want. you want to use. You get to choose your own coin. Exactly. Right? Like, exactly. That's exactly. how we do this. Democratic. That's how we do this. They don't want this. The banks do not want this. Uh, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates, they're all tied with the banks. And that's that's because they're all fucking Skull and Bones members and Yale, and people from Yale. And they're people. all jerking each other off in the basement of Yale, having a bloody chicken run around and putting the blood in their cocks. They're, they're 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 all tied. They're, that's it. That's all I'm saying. They're making money off of each other, and and that's why that they think cryptocurrency is a threat to them. It's a direct threat to them and what they believe in and how they make money. Are you Satoshi huh? Nakamoto? Are you the guy that invented Bitcoin? Is that why you're plugging this so hard? That's what I'm saying. Uh, you have you have you have. You have people coming out and saying these bullshit stories about how Russia owns Bitcoin. If Russia owns Bitcoin, all right. The whole Bitcoin, or just like, do you mean some Bitcoin? Like, like, the idea of it. Like, no, nah, they don't yeah. own it. Nah. Well, do you have? It was that's an American. That's that's a. It that's, was definitely an American. That's a, that's a conspiracy right now. Is that that um, someone owns it? This that that Japanese guy invented it, and then someone owns it. But it's like, let me ask you this: Does anyone own the dollar? Who owns the dollar? I guess the Federal Reserve. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which isn't a government. Not one it's person. a what? Not one person. What is it? It's not a government thing. Not one person though. The chairman. Does anyone own does anyone own the pound? The who Bank owns, of England? Who owns the who owns the Turegs? Who owns the Euros? Who owns the who owned the Franks? Is it George Soros? The yen. It's all George the Soros. The New Zealand dollar, the Mexican peso. Who owns it all? It's it's no no one person from that country or or another country owns that those currencies. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, no one person is gonna own Bitcoin, and I don't think Russia as a nation is going to own Bitcoin, or Vladimir Putin and his intelligence agencies is gonna own Bitcoin. Like these are these are false stories that are coming out by people who are tied to banking. It's propaganda. Banking shit. They're trying to. It's just yeah. they're trying to advertise yeah. against it. And, but it's working because people are selling their crypto right now. And oh, it's, it's at an all time. Market. I love it. It's like a sale. They're making it's the a market sale. drop. Dude, that that check, crypto. The entire, the entire yeah, check. Entire crypto. paychecks might be going towards crypto within the next couple months. Like, like, May, I might take serious. stuff out of my savings and throw it in crypto. Yeah, I might sell my mother's wedding. We had, for we had Solana and high hopes. We had Ethereum and high hopes to come back and make some some sort of thing. There was a lot of uh, propaganda about them failing. Mm. Bitcoin definitely. I I have hopes for Bitcoin still. And then you have. 
a lot of other stuff. There's Cardano. There's Polka Dot. There's Doge. Avalanche. There's Doge. There's Monero, Shiba Inu. Ripple. Even. I, I know a lot of people talk about Shiba Inu. Talk shit Shiba about Shiba Evo. Inu. Shiba Inu. I, I think I think has the potential. Oh, I've heard to, about Shiba. Yeah, I've heard I think about it has Shiba. The, I think it has the potential to do something. Yeah, I mean, if you're speculating, you're speculating, you know. I like Stellar Lumens too. I have some Stellar Lumens, but it's it's that's really not profitable at all. I was hoping that it might take off a little bit, but that was back in the day, and I just never took anything out. But uh, yeah, there's that stuff. I I think I, I Dude, I've been are, hodling since 2019. Those are all blue chip I've been stuff. Hodling. Those are all blue chip things that we mentioned. Um, what did we say? We said polka dot. I think there was another P one. Um, polygon, polygon, polygon. I'm in polygon as well, and I like polygon. I like the looks for them too. I mean, but, it sounds um, cool. Might as well buy it, right? Could yeah. be the next Bitcoin. All of them could be, and yeah. all of them could be all bitcoins. Yeah, in the future. they could all. Yeah, could, if, you're, yeah. if you're investing in all five years, <laughs> it could trending, literally all be bitcoins. Five year. Trending, <laughs> I didn't think about it like that. Five year trending, um, current uh, cryptocurrencies that haven't 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 downtrended in five years, and they're all blue chip. They're all like on the same track as. They're all on the same track as oh Bitcoin. Oh my god! They basically all follow Bitcoin. Shit, man! So you, so I'm trying to get paid in Bitcoin. If somebody's trying to get crashed that shit you'd have to infiltrate each and every individual country and that's where I you'd think, have to get everyone's wallet well, I, that, I, what is it Terra Terra and Luna just dropped huge or Luna Luna just um, I think it was I think it was Luna not not Stellar Lumens but Luna mm. uh, I think they just crashed or something and I, I'm like what what if what if they paid that that Asian kid off to to, to crash it to hit the kill switch Dude, and say, hey, hey, listen. That's let- why the SEC wants to get involved because some <laughs> some sketchy stuff does That's what happen. I'm saying. Dude, uh, 30%. A lot of, of NFTers are scammers. 30%. Are scammers. No, 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 no. Just no, 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 Stop. Let me, this is what they wanted. The IRS wanted to tax 30% on crypto returns. Uh, No. It's yeah. not allowed. That's no, that's no. no. 30% of your crypto returns when you withdraw them from that account. Nah. You will get 30% 30% taken away. 70% nah. you're able to keep 70. Nah. It's a 30-70 split with the government. Nah. It's absolutely ridiculous. That's a, a, that's that's taxation without representation. I've I've, I've heard same, a lot of people just don't pay those though. I won't. I won't pay it. I won't I won't report it. You want to know why? You want to know why? Do you want to know why? I'll, I'll tell you why right now. Not a single employee in the IRS can tell me anything about what the technology behind cryptocurrency is, the blockchain technology, how big this technology is, and how and where it's going to go. They don't even know how big go, the blockchain is. Where it's going to go in the future. Like, what are we going to use this for? I would literally sit across from the table from them and say, what are, they, what are we going to use this for in the future, like 10 <laughs> years from now, 100 years from now? Do you know? No. They would say no. They would say they would only say we only focus on money, mo- numbers, and money. Mer, and returns. Mer, I'm gonna count. Mer, mer. Like, get out of here! No, absolutely not. I did this by myself. Like people do this by themselves. They have uh, trading bots for crypto now, which I've I've looked into. They have. Um, I'm getting in alive out here, by the way. Yeah, we're getting eaten might, alive. Might have to wrap it up. We should wrap it up. I'm down to talk about trading bots on the next episode, though. Absolutely. All right, folks. Thanks for uh, watching Corey's Corner.
Take it easy. Peace.